Hey guys, this is Alessio coming at you live before the show to thank some people on the air. So I want to say thank you to Matt Smith, Nikki Z, you know who you are, Nikki Z, uh, Brandon Wright, Jack Keating, Brady, Joshua Wiley, Michael Nilsson, Thomas Connolly, and Scott Fox. And I'd like to thank like a hundred other people because I'm a complete idiot and only read the $5 patrons. Apologies there. Um, I would also like to thank Tori Cortez, Tyler Nunns, Jamie Christopher, Cody, Cole Duncan, Zach James, Akira Birdman, Sam Whitaker, Kyle, and Devin Reed. And Dean. Sorry about that. Thanks, you guys, and enjoy the rest of the episode. Ladies, gentlemen, boys, and girls, welcome to episode number 94, or remastered number 4 of Metal Gear Mondays, the Games Club-style podcast covering all things Metal Gear from left to right, top to bottom, inside and out, in pseudo-historical recreational order. As always, I am your host, Alessio Summerfield, and this week I'm joined by, for the very first time, or the fifth time, I think, if you're listening, uh, Alice Chang. Hi. What's up, guys? Hi. Hey. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, hey. I'm also joined by Sam Wright. I think that if Michael Jordan had Airbud, um, the two of them probably could have just beaten the Monstars on their own. No. Wow. Yeah. Disagree. Wow. Uh, I'm also joined by James Reichmuth. You know, I think you've gotten too good at the intro. Like you used to, you used to be really like this cute thing where you, you kind of fudge it. Now you're just like you're fucking professional, baby. I love it. <laughs> The way that I do it is I dress like a used car salesman and we put a wacky tube man in the corner of the can't, bedroom can't and I just confirm. rock it's, and roll. It's very loud. Yeah. yeah. I have to edit out <laughs> the fan sound. <laughs> um, and also we're joined by Isaac Lim. Hey, guys. I'm here too. Isaac uh, Karate Lips. Lim. Karate. Karate Lips. <laughs> Lim. Wow. He's, uh-huh. he's got the black belt to your heart on uh-huh. this Valentine's Day. And the Day, brown belt we are to recording. your the brown belt for your what, Isaac? Excuse me. I don't know. I'll just leave that up in the air. Isaac's wow! Just of course you will. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac's, Isaac's on a in, in a special place today. He really is. Yeah, that's very true. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this week. This Ooh, week you're all our Valentines because we're doing this instead of other things. So yes. thank you. Wow. <laughs> that one. I ate, so, I ate you know, that chocolate and complimented myself. I what? This thing. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> I bought, I bought, I bought myself fancy notebooks and a fancy pen. I saw that. I love myself. They're pretty fucking hot. How many people can say that they had two thousand Valentines though? Right? Like we're on, we're blessed. We have all, we have all the good girls and boys. Hashtag hashtag blessed. (laughs) Better. Very nice. Yeah. Uh, Alice, you've never heard this before, but we're going to make not only you, but also the listeners who might be listening to this for the first time, uh, have to deal with this. Isaac, actually, Sam, can you cue hey. up a theme song hmm. to one of our favorite show points? <coughs> meme yeah, song? Yeah, yeah. No. Uh, well, it might be a mean song, depending on who you ask theme and what song. we're about to do to you, but uh, I'd like to I'd like to present a, a uh, segment that we like to call... Fumbling in the dark with Isaac Lim. That was good. I, that was beautiful. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Isaac, what did we talk about last week? Oh, geez. 
You know, last week was such a long time ago. Um, it was exactly seven days ago. It was. <laughs> it really, truly was. But it felt like an eternity. Let me just tell you, my week has been in the pits. It's not the, it's not the question we asked. <laughs> yeah, we're not. It's, it's not a fucking therapy <laughs> session, Isaac. Try to do a show here. Can somebody, can, can somebody turn Isaac off and on again, please? Can, can I just tell you? Sam, can you sing the theme song one more time? It might ground. All right, hang Isaac. on, Isaac. Hang, hang on. Okay. A segment that... Wait, no. A segment that we like to call Fumbling in the Dark with Isaac Lim. <laughs> About Metal Gear. <laughs> oh, About Metal okay. Gear. There we are. All right. I'm back at it. Um... Let's see, what did we do last week? Oh, we played Metal Gear Solid, number one. What's going on? <laughs> I almost couldn't remember the number. And let me just tell you what we did. What did we do? The- <laughs> we did a lot, Alessio. That was a lot. There's too much. We met Mr. Mr. Otacon. Oh, terrible guy. Uh, yeah. Trash Mr. Pee Pee Pants. Team This is going off the rails. James. It's a good finale episode. James has good taste in men. Yes, James has great mm. taste in men. Hate James has Otacons. a questionable taste in men. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> you can't hate on Otacon. Trash serpent. Oh, can, no. And I will. James will tell you all about him. Oh, no. Isaac, um, all the flaws. Up quicker. <laughs> that okay, and then, that Otacon um, thing was a really us, long time. Get ago. us there quicker, Isaac. And then we uh, yeah. we fought a lot of uh, bad guys, and then mm-hmm. we met a lot of good people, and then we're at the end of disc one. People, ladies Yay. and gentlemen, I think we made it. We killed Sniper yeah. Wolf, and then we found out that Love can bloom on the battlefield. Even, yeah, oh, she's, yeah. A bad, she's a bad person. Though. Even necrophiliac yeah. love. Yeah. Oh, is that the implication? She was a bad he, mamma jamma. He got with the body? As fine that's, as she could be. I don't know. That's in character for that freak. Wow. I feel Rude. like he for sure went back and took the handkerchief mm-hmm. off of her body after Snake left. Did, like, that was a little odd. That's a Did anyone else's heart get like ripped out when Otacon was crying? No. Mine. Over her? <laughs> no. <laughs> don't ask James. <laughs> Why? Oh, Jesus. My heart smiled. Jesus. <laughs> wow. That sounds Wild. painful. He's paying for the sins of his father in my eyes. Oh wow. no! <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's dive into what we're covering this week, and uh, we're gonna pick right up from the beginning of disc two. And we're gonna be entering the hottest place in Shadow Moses. <laughs> hell, oh, yeah. also literally that hell. That makes it sound like I don't like that. <laughs> I, I hate it actually. Yeah, so we're going to the Blast Furnace. Uh, Alice, when you found out we were talking about the Blast Furnace on this episode, you said, oh no. Can you tell us a little bit about that? (laughs) Yes, why? I don't know. I feel like it was just, it wasn't that fun for me. I mean, I got burned by steam a lot the first time. (laughs) Did you get hit by Um, the uh, conveyor thing? And on 
Uh, no, I think when I was in the room, uh, on, off to the side, isn't there like steam that comes out? It's been a long That's time. That's like in one of those, um, yeah, like the side, side buildings or side, uh, rooms. Yeah, but this uh, is the one where crawling. you walk in and it, there's like all the cameras, right? No, this and is the lava you, room. But then you like go into the blast furnace. The blast furnace. Uh, yeah, I think so. This is just, yeah. the, I don't, this, yeah, this is the giant lava room yeah. with the, um, this is the giant lava room that leads to the elevator that goes downstairs forever. Yeah, and then you have to like you have to cling to the wall to, and like crouch down underneath mm-hmm. the crane. Oh, it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. Ass. Yep. Oh, did you guys not just blow up the crane? What? Can you do that? Let's what? talk about that. This is new. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so okay. So so this is something I've always done. I can't believe this shit. Um, so <laughs> the blast I've never furnace, done crane that. is moving. You have to like co- when you come into the blast furnace, you have to like crouch under and sneak along this ledge. Mm-hmm. Um, it, traditionally, I suppose, but. If you fire Nikita at it and you blow up the crane, it'll just like let you like sidle past it. What? Standing up, normal. Yeah. Wow. Literally never known this. Yeah, that shit's dope. <sighs> All these years. Okay. <laughs> All these it'll like years. it'll like it'll set up an alert, but if you just run back up the stairs, you're fine. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. That's good to know. I think there's like three dudes in this room. There's like three dudes wearing like radiation looking suits. Yeah. And like I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure that's it. So like this room isn't. I don't know. Like, it's not difficult. It's just, like, kind of Bleh. different. It's Bleh. sort of okay. Yeah. It's cool. just, uh, it adds that that heat element that we were missing before. That we definitely <laughs> need for the next puzzle. <laughs> this room feels like it was added for one specific reason. <laughs> yeah. Like, reason you could reasonably assume, like, to get the cold, you could go anywhere. Because that's just think. where you are. You're in Alaska. But they gave you this specific room because they wanted you to go back and make a fucking key card hot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so then we I guess it's the good there elevator. at the Blast Furnace. Yeah, also Blast uh, Furnace uh, is a dope name. Shadow Moses Island's uh, place for hot, sexy singles. Ooh. <laughs> wow. I like Ooh. it. You got to slide right on the wall for dates <laughs> in the Blast Furnace. Oh, wow. I'm not sure what that <laughs> was awful. That was a uh, can awful you super dude. slide somebody? Mm. Slide up. Damn. Can you put boys in the lava here? Ooh. Oh, like Terminator the fuck album? <laughs> Can you like punch, punch, oh, kick God. little spinning boys into the lava? Is that a doable thing? I, we, do you have your save state still? Yeah, I'm, I'll pull it up. I'll pull it up here out? a bit. Yeah. That's good. Next, uh, uh, let's play. Yeah. <laughs> let's Definitely play. Um, but yeah, so then we essentially get into this area um, with the... I, I'm just going to combine this mentally as one area, right? So it's it's yeah. two giant elevators that kind of go down. Right. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, it's one big tunnel. Pretty much. I don't think there's really yeah. any need to kind of yeah. differentiate. No. But um, we have sort of another elevator fight. we got some guys that come and jump <laughs> yeah. onto Love the them. elevator. Big fan. Yeah. These, so these are the boys. These are the unsung heroes <laughs> of Shadow Moses. <laughs> Truly. These are the boys without the stealth camouflage, right? Is that the implication? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, like they came back. <laughs> the real go-getters. Yeah, these are the guys who never stay down. Yeah, I appreciate them. I think it's pretty good. Can't fault the hustle, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, they're just normal dudes, but they just take a bunch of damage. Oh, they're normal dudes on the service, but in my heart, they're 
slightly Rough above and tough. average. This is the Shadow Moses A team. Sweet boys. I love that. Slightly above average sweet boys. <laughs> I love it. Um, there's cameras between the elevators, which is really shitty. Yep. Like, you can't really see is. them and you don't have a radar. It's, it's oh, hard, it's, hard, like, hard. they're literally just there to be like, haha, shot you in the back. Yeah. And then it's like, haha, claymores in front of the elevator. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. I hated those claymores. My favorite. My favorite thing about the that that whole thing where they hide cameras behind corners that you can't see and then jam the radar is that they don't do it enough for you to get used to sp- like looking in first person at every corner. Mm-hmm. So they always wind up getting you. The um there is there's one just randomly in a fucking nook along the walkway to the comm tower at like where you fight Wolf the first oh, time. Oh yeah. And like in just one random nook, and I'm just like, what the fuck? I just want this thing that's here. Get it's like a spanking. Like it's just like, haha. <laughs> and you're like, why? <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, why? Because they don't me. set off I alerts. It's just that. like a. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't set off an alert or anything. No, it's just sort of like, hey, just shoots rude. you. <laughs> just like, what doing that? Fucking asshole camera. You know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, a real, he's a real son of a bitch. Um, but then Miller, the champagne of Kodak callers, um, gives you a call. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is when he calls out Naomi about um, being a potential double crosser. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, he's, he's got that sick fucking Hoover's a racist jab, which I really appreciate. Yeah. I used to I used to be really into like studying the J. FBI. Edgar Hoover. I used to be and, really into uh, old white guys. Yeah, and uh, love me some J. Edgar learned a lot Hoover. about J. Edgar Hoover, and he is a fucking racist, bad guy. His name is Jay. Yeah, well, hey, Let's my be real. name could be Jay in some circles. <laughs> um, but for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, essentially Miller says that Naomi's backstory about her having a Japanese father in the 50s who went deep undercover to investigate the mafia, which, as the words are coming out of my mouth, sounds like literal bullshit. Yeah, it sounds fake. Um, like, it sounds like you just woke up from a coma and started <laughs> screaming the first thing that came to your mind. Um, but Miller essentially says that couldn't be true because J. Edgar Hoover was a notorious racist, and he never would have worked yeah. with a Japanese. American. This is true. Um, yeah. And then they also they also mentioned that the the mafia raids by the FBI didn't start until like the seventies in Chicago and not the fifties in New York or something like that. Gotcha. It, it was something similar. Yeah, like he, totally. he's, he just poked a bunch of holes in her yeah. story, which is funny because we've got for those in the know. It's the last episode of the season. Uh, we're getting closer to it, but for those in the know, um, we've got a double crosser telling us about a double crosser. I know it's sweet. Mm-hmm. You know. It's nice. It's Which that. is like, my, my favorite thing about it is that, like, he wasn't just trying to do it to stir shit. Like, she's actually a double crosser. <laughs> yeah. Well, and so then, He's just like... So the, I, I want to ask you guys this question, and maybe we're jumping the gun a little bit. Let's go ahead and say yeah, this. So Miller, Miller is liquid, um, and we're going to yeah. find that out in, like, less than 35 minutes of right. gameplay. Um who the fuck is Na- is Naomi a free agent? That's uh, is she just I, working honestly, for herself. I have the same fucking question at this point, and it it, it is confusing she, to me still. Like I have not she figured she, it she out. worked she worked for the government. Which one? But she the I think Jim. She worked. I think she worked for Jim's like Jim House. Oh, right? for the um, as far as I remember. But, but so she's, defense. she's like for the, she's strictly yeah. here for this fucking revenge game, right? Well, like, yeah, that's all it is. Well, so that was the whole thing is that like they they brought up that she was working for the government, but she went rogue and yeah. she did she made some like changes to Fox Die no and then like yeah, gotcha. She's but, yeah. a coward. Um, Alice, since we uh, have not talked to you about any of this stuff before, um, <laughs> can you walk us through a little bit about like what your thoughts were? Because so the, I, to 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 frame it, I think the game. This is the point in which the game enters the relationships and the double crosses being the major plot points. 
Mm-hmm. Um, when prior to this, it's the game's been all about gameplay and cool action movie stuff. I feel like from this point moving forward, the whole game is just like so and so was fucking so and so who was screwing over so and so who was twisting yeah. the back and your knife in your back. Yeah. Um, what were your thoughts the first time that you got to this part of the game where it became like Game of Thrones, Metal Gear? I just remember being so pissed that <laughs> I mean, it was just like, wait, are you kidding me? I, I mean, specifically about Liquid, like when that reveal happens, I was just like, mm-hmm. mm. I think when I was younger, I didn't see it coming. So it was just like, are you kidding me? Um, mm. It's hard to say. Like, it was so long ago. Uh, but it was interesting how it just kept happening. Like, it wasn't just one time. It's like, it just kept happening. And then with, like, yeah. Yeah. The, the key, it was just like, it's, fuck, like, it's, again? It's, and then it just keeps going. <laughs> It's like the SNL sketch, the mm, what you say one, where the gun shack is Oh, yeah. Mm, what you say? <laughs> Isn't that, uh, is it Dear Sister? Dear is Sister, the, the, yeah. Yeah, the SNL sketch. So I, I, have, then, I have a question about this this, this Miller twist. Um, did this, like, have impact on you guys? Like, well, I didn't even know who the fuck Miller was right. the first time I played this. Yeah, yeah so. that's, that's exactly. what I mean. Like, this is, like, a nobody character who, like, you have no... I was like, blonde man is a blonde man. Could have got that twist a million dollars. <laughs> yeah, like, was this, was this a twist in its original... You know what I mean? Like, I I think the... I think <laughs> just the fact that... I, I remember this feeling of just the fact that Liquid has been, like, talking to you and working with you the whole time and, like, yeah. being a fucking dick this whole time um, was enough to kind of get me. Okay. Like, Miller, at, at the time, obviously, yeah, it, was d- it doesn't really mean anything to me. But, like, now, you... But- you well, yeah. Now, now they, or I mean, the worst honestly, kind of he, villain. He, he, the bad guy. They played him like a damn fiddle. Honestly, played so, us like I, a goddamn so, fiddle. I think Miller a played all of us. Like a goddamn fiddle. Spoiler alert! I just I just started playing five, and I I played the first mission of Ground Zeroes, and hearing that line <laughs> again it. was just the best thing that ever happened to me. Um, but I think the shock of just like, oh god, this guy's been liquid the whole time because I've I've you know been talking to Miller the whole game. It felt like a betrayal on, in high order. I mean, I yeah, felt, I can see that. Sorry, I felt oh, more go, like betrayed by Naomi, like that he was yeah. calling out yeah. and saying like Naomi was being shady, and I was just like, "Whoa, really?" Because that I didn't see. Coming. That turtleneck, though. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Like that's so trustworthy. How could traitor. you betray me with that turtleneck? <laughs> Traitors yeah. wear turtlenecks. I, I can I can agree with that because like because. I wasn't expecting it to actually be her betraying. I thought mm-hmm. like something was going to be like, oh, it's somebody playing a trick. But no, they were both actually shysty pieces of shit. Yeah. Damn. Do you guys think that the uh, reveal is going to impact us less uh, when Naomi doesn't have a fake British accent in the Twin Snakes? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not ever. So they do. They just so that yeah. So to match yeah. her voice in MGS four, where she doesn't have a British accent, yeah. when they re-recorded, they just like had her not do it. That seems weird. Oh. Yeah. Also, Mei Ling does not have her like Chinese. There were just like accent. no accents anymore. <laughs> well, which makes sense because Mei Ling says she was born in the U.S. That's true. So yeah. she shouldn't yeah. have an accent. That's true. So I think it's the original voice actor, but just not doing an accent. The Naomi thing like, looks like she's playing a part, right? Yeah, it's very weird. Yeah. It's very strange. Whatever. Anyway, we'll, we'll get, get to, to it, it when we cover Twin Snakes. Uh, let's talk about Raven. Um, so we get to the bottom of this <laughs> I elevator. I love this guy. Yeah, this is great. Fucking love this Vulcan is like Raven. <laughs> arguably mechanically the best boss fight in this whole game. Yeah. 
Because yeah. it's the mm-hmm. only boss fight in the game where you're actually using the verbs in which the game has been teaching you to get better. Yeah. Like you're actually sneaking yeah. and placing traps and right. using the game. Shit's cool. Um, but yeah, so we fight Vulcan Raven, who you guys might remember as the fellow with the tattoo on his forehead from the tank. Love him. Um, mm-hmm. He kind of goes quiet for a long time. Yeah, he, he goes off the radar yeah. for quite a bit. Well, remember, remember, he did call Liquid on that flip phone. Oh, that's so. right. I forgot, I forgot about that. He, he was like, it, where you at? The whole city behind me. Um, but uh, so he hit him with the boost. But uh, but yeah, this kind of feels like the Eddie fight from Silent Hill 2 a little bit. Um, mm. We're kind of like dodging things and kind of hiding behind stuff. Um but yeah, I don't know. Uh, the only thing I want to put here before we kind of bring it amongst the group, uh, Snake saying must have been a tight fit for a big boy like you in reference to the tank <laughs> brought the biggest smile to my face. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good line. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about it. Sam, what 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 were your takeaways? What was what was Vulcan Raven um, to you in 2019? In 2019? Well, I, um, my, I think my favorite thing in this video game if I'm going to be honest, is um, they're having this like back and forth and um, Raven brings up, um, he asks Snake if he knows uh, the World Eskimo Indian Olympics. And <laughs> Snake, Snake says, knows. Snake says, yeah. And he says, you must be uh, you must be a real threat in the muck tuck eating contest. And without missing a fucking beat, Raven goes, yes, you are right. But there's another event that I excel at. Like, he doesn't even, like, deny it. He's just like, yes, you are right. But also, <laughs> like, it's my favorite. It's my, I fucking love Vulcan Raven. I just want to give the man a hug. Like, he just seems like, if he wasn't, a, if he wasn't a terrorist, I feel like he'd be a pretty chill dude to just hang out with. I want Whoa. Vulcan Raven to be, like, in WWE. Oh, he'd fit in. Like, as oh, himself. He would fit in. Yeah. He would. They could probably repackage Braun Strowman to be Vulcan Raven. I don't know what that really. is. It's a Braun Strowman. It's 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 fine. He he flipped over a truck and played a upright bass. Oh, Vulcan! Oh my! He's, he's pretty cool. Is that like those three-headed cows from Fallout? Brahmin? Yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Brahmin. Yeah, Brahmin. Think about that. Uh, Isaac, correct. did you have difficulty with this fella this time around, or did you find it to be easier? Um. Uh, ooh, hmm. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> good point. Yeah, <laughs> you make a good point. <laughs> I oh, mean, can I also bring up really quick before before we get into like the battle itself? Yeah, yeah. Can we also bring up how um, how Raven's like head tattoo flies off of his head and paralyzes Snake to yeah. put the mark of death on him? That might be the sickest uh, shit so I'd ever cool. seen in a video yeah. game that up until so that. It was fucking. It was fucking dope. But like, the only <laughs> is like, it metal? It's super. Metal. <laughs> it's fucking metal as shit. It's the only like the only supernatural stuff that happened in this game up to this point is Psycho Manus, right? And yeah. like and then the, you awesome just have like and all the ghosts, yeah, and and all the ghosts. But those are optional, so you never really know if they're there or not if you're not paying attention. But like, like he says that the tank battle was not a true battle, and that the Ravens were testing him, and they found that he was a true warrior. And then his tattoo flashes. The raven flies off of his head. Snake is like, I can't move. And then a raven lands on his shoulder and says that Snake has the mark of death on him. The ravens have marked him for death. And like, if that's not the greatest uh, scene in modern history, I don't know what the fuck is. Honestly, I, I want to be able to do that at a meeting at work. <laughs> just like, I just want to like somebody walks into the meeting and then my raven sits on their shoulder. Like, I can't raven. move, and I'm just like, look. 
We have to talk about what we're having <laughs> just, uh, I just want, today. <laughs> yeah. I just want to throw this out there. On uh, Metal Gear Mondays on Instagram, I just posted a clip of Snake saying, you must be a real threat in the muck-tuck eating contest. And Raven saying, yes, you are right, with the hashtags Thick, Heckin' Chonker, and Big Boy. Oh, hell so, yeah. Nice. Just, uh, Very nice. Check that out. Live Instagram <laughs> commentary. It's crazy. <laughs> it's great. Um, what time? But yeah, so Isaac, this uh, this battle. It was okay. I mean, wow. You just get the stinger, and you follow this man around. With a stinger? God, the, you're an aggressive boy. You were playing on hard wow. mode, dude. I was... I was yeah. in it to win it. Uh, Isaac's like, yeah. I so threw that the- body armor and I punched him to death. <laughs> <laughs> that's a strat. No, that's a strat, though, because, like, it, the at the beginning, um, a lot of, like, what I did was I used the Nikita to get him. When he started, like, jogging around, yeah. I would I would uh, place C4 on the ground and ah. him up and, like, kite him. But Isaac has done another strategy, which is follow him yeah. around and just, like, pop him with stingers, just, like, that's face down the right. Gatling gun. I'm the predator. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, go ahead and clip that clip and save it into your MP3 players, everybody. I'm yeah. the predator. I think that might be my new, like, if somebody texts me, I'm the predator. Jesus. Go watch Abducted in Plain Sight on Netflix. I'm the predator. Oh, no. Uh, that sounds yeah, scary. That's crazy. Uh, Alice, tell us about the first time that you danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. <laughs> um... It was like a that. Tuesday. Well, I was not as brazen as Isaac. I definitely <laughs> <laughs> Isaac skipped the foreplay and just <laughs> dove in. Yeah, seriously. Um, I definitely like utilized play. Shove a stinger up your ass. And Nikita when I fought him, and I do remember. I feel like I, it was pretty hard for me the first time, the first couple times I played. Uh, just near the end, like because he goes like in berserk mode, and after that, it's oh, just yeah. like you're fucked. Like if you yeah. make any wrong moves. Um. Yeah. It's- Not Isaac. Apparently. <laughs> no. Don't get me wrong. He's fast for his size for a f- for a hefty fella. You know. <laughs> wow. For a hefty fella. Big, a big boy, if you will. Yeah. For a hefty oh fella God. carrying a minivan on his back. <laughs> Isaac. Heck and chunker. He can. I'm a, I'm a raven. Yes, yeah, it's crazy. Um. Let's. I I want to I want to real quick before we get to James and, and talk about like what I uh, did to take this fella on. I do want to very quickly while we've got the uh, time for it. Uh, I want to read the instruction manual description oh, for Ra- uh, Raven. Yes, Giant and Shaman himself. Yeah, so yeah. give me one second. It's like fucking 50 pages in for some reason. Oh, here he comes. Vulcan Raven, he's a giant shaman with strong spiritual powers, blessed with a powerful body, which is resistant to extreme cold. Was this manual written by like a fucking wow. lover? Like what? Okay, the, yeah, one, the word power body. appears way too many times. Uh, <laughs> two, the fact that they don't comment on the minigun and the gigantic barrel of yeah. ammo on his back eh. blows my mind. Gotta stay prepped. Um, and yeah, I don't know. Like, see, there's no mention of the tattoos covering his entire body. There's just, like, I, there's so much, so many questions. Yeah. Um, mm. But yeah, James had a Also, oh, well, I think you mean shaman. Oh, I'm sorry. Sir. I say shaman. Is that wrong? <laughs> Didn't, uh, no, shaman. No, shaman right. is correct. Shaman, right. okay. Just Cam- just Campbell says shaman. Oh yeah, shaman. Cam- Campbell's a big. Campbell's trying to throw moron. some shade and some shame. Punch mm. He's going for the extra wordplay. Um, but yeah. so James, before you jump in, I do really, really quickly want to like. It dawned on me we did not explain what the fuck's going on here. 
So Raven corners Snake in this big warehouse right. full of boxes. Yeah. yeah, we jump straight to yeah. the, the Raven flies off yeah. of his head, and we're in. Yeah, and that happened. Yeah. That happens. <laughs> um, but Raven just says, like, they're, they're, we, they got to decide, fight to the death style, like, who the better guy is. Yeah, it's weird yeah. that, like, all of these of villains, like, have this complex where they're like, I must prove to be the better warrior by fighting you to death. <laughs> it's it's yeah. very strange. Well, then Snake dives in, which is weird. He's not been very passive. Uh, he's not very, he's not been, like, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Sassy. Uh, no, no, he's just, like, sassy. Um, like a pacifist. Yeah, Snake yeah, hasn't been anti-violence yeah. oh. until this moment. Yeah. He doesn't want to fight this Yeah, guy. and Snake's like, violence isn't a sport, dog. Yeah. And he just gets very, like, kind of... I don't know. It's weird. like, hey, I'm not going to engage in this with you. Yeah. I'm better than this. And Raven's like, weird, weird flex for a guy yeah, that like, fist fought his friend in a previous game yeah, to the death in, in a minefield. It's each their own. But snake. essentially, what ends up happening is we are um, imagine it kind of feels like a final exam for the first area of the game. Yeah, like imagine you're mm-hmm. running around these giant shipping containers, um, except instead of a bunch of uh, dudes dressed in white that are stupid, um, yeah. you've got a literal tank of a human. <laughs> That's kind of it. That's pretty yeah. much it. So anyway, yeah. James, carry yeah, on. Drops how did C4, you, how use the this... Nikita, nothing too different from what Sam was doing. Bada boom, bada bing, he's dead. C, C. <laughs> yeah. We all agree. Yeah. Claymore is C4. Claymore is in C4 board, is where it's at. All the bombs. It's fun. Oh, well. Yeah, so grenades this is, this too. This is one of the more fun ones. It yeah. felt yeah. like I was uh, playing a game. One. <laughs> hey, you're playing a game. <laughs> um, I love the damage that the containers take. So yeah. like as oh, the fight yeah. goes yeah. on, the containers yeah. like rip open and it's explode cool. and stuff. It, it's not you don't. It's not scripted, is it? Is it based on where he hits? Um, I don't know because he his pattern. I'm he doesn't seem to, to have say. any particular pattern. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because some of them will like fall over. I know. And block it's, it's, you don't see like environment destruction in many games from 1998, do you? Yeah, not that I can think yeah, of. Yeah, not really. Fuck off, Battlefield. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I just I want to echo all you guys. I think uh, I do. I do. Uh, I do want to mention. Uh, so towards the end of the fight, uh, he does say to Snake, "You are a snake that is not born from nature," and then says mm-hmm. that he's from another world where Raven does not wish to go. I, lo- I love I that. Like, like who's this fucking multi-dimensional time traveler man that we're fighting? Tell me more about you, Vulcan. I wanna- yeah, I want a game about Vulcan Raven. Well, <laughs> yes, we do. Metal Gear Raven. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> no, Metal Gear. That's that's dope as shit. Hey, Jeff Keeley, if you're listening. Yeah, plug <laughs> it out. Tell your tell your boy you tell your boy guess. Kanye and your other boy Kojima that we need help. Yeah. More Raven. Um, but yeah, so essentially, Raven uh, he falls to your hand. And then he explicitly tells you, finally, that uh, Decoy Octopus was the DARPA chief. And yeah. this is where we see mm-hmm. Decoy Octopus Octopus's face, yeah. which I had yep. never realized ever, out of all the times that I played this game, that we see this guy. Yeah, He's a guy. He kind of yeah. looks like Michael Morbius from Spider-Man. Um, yeah, the um, vampire the animated series. Deep cut. <laughs> like with the weird nose, yeah. Well, so the weird thing is Raven, like, Sorry. takes what appears to be, like, a cloth mask of a black man's face, like, off of Decoy's head. Yep. Like, it's a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> like, it's very effortless. And so all I'm thinking is, like, did Snake not realize that this man's wearing, like, a some Halloween fucking mask? cheese cloth, yeah. like, over his face? <laughs> Snake's, Snake's headband sometimes Whoa. just falls over his eyes a little bit and he can't see well enough, so. Yeah. Maybe Might it just was that. more like the Octo technology, like, they had in, uh... Four. Oh, that kind of four. yeah. Maybe. Yeah, I, I can see. Oh, that. I, like that. I like that. <laughs> they, they didn't know. It was a yeah, different back time. Then. <laughs> <laughs> it was a different time. Their faces 
so my favorite pencils. part about this this like <laughs> nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I do like that. My favorite thing about oh sorry, go ahead, Sam. No, go ahead. Sorry, no, go ahead. I was it was gonna shepherd us on, so finish here. <laughs> I do like that Raven is talking as chill as he can while being devoured by hundreds of rays. Yes, this was oh, alarming. So metal. He's just so chill. About He's very calm. It's like this is my life. He also he brings up that he brings up that a lot that he's going to be watching Snake from the other side. Like it's like I'm going to be watching you. I'm going to be watching you. I'll be watching you. It's like he's Sting or something like that. Like it's like I want to see know, like post credits of MGS4, just like a dead old Snake Force Ghost next to Vulcan Raven's Force Ghost <laughs> watching Sunny cook eggs. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> Vulcan Raven's sorrow. Oh god. Yeah, it's Vulcan oh, Raven, the man. Sorrow, the Boss, Ocelot, and Old Snake, mm. just like Forest Ghost style. Yeah, yep, I love it. <sighs> I uh yeah, and then you get this like really cool like they do the voiceover of the their end the end of their conversation, but you get this whole cool guys don't look at explosions, snake walking away from Raven being devoured <laughs> oh, yeah. by Ravens. Yeah. And oh, there's yeah. like he turns around and there is there is nothing left. There's no bones. There's no sinew. There's some. There's blood. no nothing. They're just hungry. the just some blood. There's a, a little like a little bit of blood. Not like yeah. a whole human's body worth of blood. Like a tiny like a pool and a his his weapon is there. A little piddle of blood. Like that was whoa, like dude! Such <laughs> an epic shot. Like a choice of yeah. how to like cinematically treat that that ending. I totally forgot about that. Thank you, Sam. That was like. So cool. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's fantastic. I remember back then thinking just like, whoa. Because it was all voiceover overlaying yeah. him walking away. It was really awesome. Yeah. yeah. It's like this so great. <laughs> it's a shame about the rest of it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so Naomi, Naomi gets like officially completely outed um, at this point. Um, I will say during the codec conversation with the colonel, um, he does drop a line like, if she's one of their spies, we're in big trouble. And he does refer to a mm-hmm. they, they quite a bit. Yeah. I don't know who the mm-hmm. fuck he's talking about. Yeah. Well, okay. Oh, yeah. That's what I was going to say. It was the Patriots, y'all. It was the New England Patriots. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, <laughs> but then we, we enter the Metal Gear Rex hangar. Boston James. Um <laughs> And we can talk about the shitty nightmare room filled with traps really quickly if you guys want. Um, it's just oh, a lot God. of spanking. I, I just need to mention just one one comment about this room. Uh-huh. I um, I saw that there were cameras in here, so I was so focused on them that I walked forward and I heard the click, and I my I just froze. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever been. It's the first time. It's the first time in in any of my playthroughs that I've actually fallen in one of those those traps, and um, uh. I, I, heard, I was like, K-k-k. it was like, K-k-k. and then I was just like, uh, oh shit. And then I just died. I was like, <laughs> oh, okay. I just died. that's how this is going to be. Like a fucking Looney Tunes. Man, I can't wait till we talk that's about great. this room in Twin Snakes. That's going to be great. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, but yeah, so this room kind of sucks. It's just, it's literally like, go back 10 minutes to us talking about yeah. the spanking cameras. And it's like, imagine a whole yeah. room made out Pretty of that. Much. Yeah. It's, it's a sense fortress run from for Dark Souls. Your... Yeah. It's kind of gross. Oh, God. Kind yeah, toss a chaff and run for your fucking life. Pretty much. Um, there's not really anything to find here. Like, I know that there's a little bit of exploration that gets um, opened up where it's like, hey, some nooks and crannies, but it's literally just, like, some ammo. So, like, mm-hmm. I didn't think it was particularly worth there's it. A, there's a very enticing ration in between the two traps. <laughs> I will tell you that much. 
You just got to run fast. I risked it, yeah. <laughs> no risk it, no biscuit. You know what they say? Uh, but then we we huh? revealed to uh, we are uh, reveal uh, Metal Gear Rex is revealed to us. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. I do like mm-hmm. this. Um, mm-hmm. It's pretty awesome. This hallway walk to the big, the big reveal in and of itself. The big um, boy. We had a listener uh, comment in through Twitter. I just want to make mention. He said his wife was watching him play Metal Gear Solid, um, and he got to this point, and she literally turns and looks at him and goes, "Is that it?" <laughs> oh God! Um, and that's kind of how I felt this time, to yeah. be honest. Like I remembered it like so much more grander, and then I saw it and I was like, "Oh." It was probably really cool in 98. Yeah. Yeah. But even I was yeah. like, so cool. that's, that's a mech. I, I've seen a few. <laughs> Last a mech. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Um, but yeah, I mean, the room is just Metal Gear, so you essentially get to climb all yeah. over the Metal Gear. That's cool. Um, the one thing that was kind of dumb about it, I, okay. f- I felt, was like there are multi-levels in the helipad, but like yeah. for this one, they're all separated by loading screens. I didn't like that. Yeah, it's weird. It just made me think, like, what if this was like a Shadow of the Colossus style, like climbing this? That'd be cool. I don't know what it game would that would fit into, cool. but like, I just want to climb a Metal Gear, you know what I mean? We could have done it with a 5. Yeah, yeah, It'd be like a grappling yeah. hook gun or something. They didn't something. care about mm-hmm. us in 5. <laughs> yeah. Dad <laughs> forgot about us. <laughs> Metal Gear Solid 5 is a lot like Hideo Kojima leaving the car running with the garage door closed. Wow, yeah. Oh, God. Uh, but I'm just going to leave that there. We'll um, come back to that later. Uh, fan. I love it. Um, <laughs> holy shit. Dude. I do like it, though. Anyway. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, something to look forward to in 93 episodes. Um, in the future. Yikes. The future past. It's where we are. In the days of future past. Are the X Men. Um, climbing Rex is cool. Um, moving I, I, on. I thought you said Connie Rex, and yeah. I was like, who the fuck is Connie Rex? Is that his wife? Connie I like climbing up Rex. Did you not really? like that, Alice? I don't know. I, I really What feel was like... there to not like about it? I thought it was so boring. Just the ladders? It well, is boring. And that you have to do it, <laughs> do it again a couple times. Kind of gets oh, boring. A lot of, a lot of times. Yeah. Yeah. The first time it's like really cool. I think repeat times it loses its luster a little bit. I do also like that they're like, here's the big bad. Here's the ultimate bad guy. Yeah. Climb all over his sleeping body. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what? Touch his It's like a nuclear armed children's Whoa. play place. Like, yeah, it's fucked up. Like, can you imagine if they're like, here's liquid? He's sleeping. <laughs> Climb Step all over on his him. body. <laughs> like, I'm surprised they did like that, honestly. I, honestly how depending fucking shirtless on the person, that man's going to end up, I'm surprised that they didn't do that. Yeah. It's like, cli- I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you, uh, if you, uh, Told somebody to climb all over Liquid's body. I'm sure somebody would. I would uh, probably do it. Do, do people find him oh. like a yeah, sex probably. symbol? Is that thing? <laughs> do they find him like a sex symbol? <laughs> um, yeah, like buried Fabio. in sand in Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> Cl- he does look like Climb Fabio. all over me, snake. Ew. Oh, <laughs> do you worse, snake? Well, you're Jesus. getting like too buff. I'm Hold sleeping now. Me. Climb too, all over my body. Buff? You hear that, that Isaac? He's too buff. He's too buff. <laughs> too buff. Isaac, you got to walk it back, son. He was, yeah. Um, quit rubbing your abs, Isaac. <laughs> He's too buff. I'm rubbing <laughs> him right now. All right. all right. We got a, we got a lot to cover, <laughs> even though we, we're going to live in this room right. for a very, very long time. So let me tear through this. Um, <laughs> tear through it right yeah, through those. Yeah, we're digging in. 
Um, so essentially, they talk about how the railgun um, makes missile launches a, a, a thing that can be done without fuel, and so there's no detectable trace. And they, being Snake, gets to the top of the room. There's a little crow's nest. We got ocelot. And we got liquid. Just kind of dumping plot information at each other. Yeah. Um, a scene like on, on purpose. I felt. Yeah, like. like they know Snake's there. Right. So I think they're totally doing this on purpose. Because <laughs> he's, 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 he's apparently really bad at sneaking. Yeah, heads up, the series has never made Snake out to be a good sneaker. He's <laughs> he's always being made fun of. More of a so, loafer, really. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely more of a yeah. loafer than a oh, sneaker. Oh, wow. Uh, wow. Pew, pew. Uh, but essentially they talk like, about... We're better sneakers than Snake. Like, he <laughs> like he runs up to go hide from these people. And, and by the way, this scene is even better in Twin Snakes because he does, like, a weird, like, kick flip, like, bicycle flip of course. over the door. Animation. But, um... Kicking that Yeah, flip. of course. Yep. He, uh... But he hides on the other side of the door to listen to them. And there's, there's just a fucking camera looking at him. Yeah. And, like... Well, like he doesn't even notice the camera. Yeah, he's real dumb. Um, but essentially, they revealed that the DARPA chief was being bribed. Um, I think they said by the Pentagon, I believe. Um, and then mm. they talk about how Baker was really big into nuclear deterrence theory. Which go see our episodes on Peace Walker about that. Um, Liquid decides that they're going to launch a nuke not at a population center, yeah. but at a secret black site nuclear test facility, just to have to make the U.S. kind of squirm to cover right. shit up and also to do, like, to blow a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, cool plan. Um, mm-hmm. He does... Lop no China. <laughs> he does mention Fox Die by name, I think, mm-hmm. for the first time. Is this the first time in the he, game? It was the first time I heard it. I think, it was right? the first time I remember hearing it. He talks about how he, he's going to get... He wants the cure thrown into the demands. Yeah, and yeah. we do hear about um, Gerlukovich. We mentioned him last episode, but yeah. Sergei mm-hmm. Gerlukovich comes back up in two in a big bad way. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, and then there's and then a, he goes he goes all the way down. Yeah, there's a very good mention here too, by the way, of um, the fact that Psychomanus is dead means that the genome genome soldier's brainwashing is no longer working, which I think was a mm. plot detail that I hadn't really thought of before. Yeah, so the genome soldiers didn't necessarily side with Liquid. It, right, it's kind of like they he were all brainwashed. brainwashed. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. interesting. Which I had completely forgotten about. Does uh, that does that ever come back up? I don't. I don't. I, don't I mean, think we're so. at the end of the game, so I don't think so. Yeah, I, I was. I meant like more so, like later in the. I don't think no. so. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm glad. I hope they went on to live happy lives. You know. Yeah, I hope those boys are okay. <laughs> well, they're all like stormtroopers. Right. Like they're clones of Big Boss. Right. So it's like we got a bunch of Anakin yeah. Skywalkers walking around. That's great. Or, or excuse me, Jenga <laughs> yeah. walking around. Um, but yeah, like, I hate the fact. Like the thing about my favorite thing about it is that they're clones of Big Boss, but they're all shit. Except for those four sweet boys in the elevators. Yeah, those good goods. <laughs> the good goods. Um, yeah, they talk about Big Boss's dream, I think, kind of for the first time here, which is this Outer Heaven mention, mm-hmm. um, which is a throwback to the original games. Um, right. Meryl, at this point, they talk about how she's still alive. For me, did anybody who didn't save Meryl, was the dialogue different here? Um, uh, I saved Meryl. We all saved Meryl. Yeah, yeah, I think we all did. I we all did, have like I a savior We all saved Meryl. Whoa! Oh, damn. There it Whoa. is. It's because of Otacon. It is. I the torture was going on, and Alice just like let it ring out immediately. She's like, no, I'm good. Uh, it's true. <laughs> Only because I knew that if I went with Otacon, I could get stealth. <laughs> so I oh, did okay. it. I feel yeah. like the soft-boiled boy giving you stealth camo is the greatest like <laughs> commentary on him as a human. 
I love my favorite thing about that is that like it it feels like the way that he gives it to you, it feels like Snake or Otacon didn't actually want to give it to Snake, but Snake kind of bullied him into giving it. To yeah, him. give to me, bitch, and it's just like, oh no, so cute. Um, oh, 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 okay, and then the f- so you don't need it anymore. <laughs> give it to me then. Yeah, hey, give me your lunch money. <laughs> so, um, so wait, so is the is the dialogue different here? I'm not. I don't think I don't, we know. I don't remember. I don't yeah, think so. I, I. So spoiler alert: I did not save Meryl in Twin Snakes, and the dialogue is not different. Oh, so oh very interesting. Means um, the last part of this conversation that I think is the most important is this quite literal, like Elmer Fudd, Bugs Bunny situation that happens. Okay, where like Liquid and Ocelot are just like, <laughs> we sure don't need those keys to activate Metal Gear. <laughs> And Snake's yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta put those keys in there. Yeah. And then they're like, we, we definitely just activated Metal Gear. And Snake's like, I gotta, I gotta put those keys in there. And they're like, we're gonna leave now. And he's so like, cute. I gotta get in there. He's literally, <laughs> he's literally like a like a third so grader. I feel like yeah, he's real dumb. Don't now. Second disc was just yeah. like a, a huge troll. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, pretty much. Seriously. Super dumb. Uh, and then opens the uh, so Snake walks in, gets a fucking alert immediately because he's an idiot. Uh, and then Otacon's so like, I'll, yeah, Otacon's like, I'll disable the gas, dumbass. <laughs> and uh, it's and so that's stupid that. because I mean, it's not, like it's not the end of the world. We stick the like, garden once. I think I died. Well, no, not yet. No, not yet because we have to go to the. We have to go find you it in the drainage ditch. Temp, remember, I thought. No, not until after you get it from the drainage ditch. Oh, that's right. He gets kicked out of our hand. Yeah, yeah. you're totally right. Um, yeah. We do have, no, we have a listener response Ocelot, about this as well. So. Oh, God. Ocelot shoots it out of his hand because they've been watching him on the monitor, but but he waits until Snake's elbow is in view <laughs> as to not rouse suspicion, and then goes, who's that? And then shoots the card out of Snake's hand. Classic fucking Ocelot And it lands... Move. Yeah, but yeah, it's fucking. So, so we have to go get the card. So that actually kind of gives us gives us a <laughs> gives us a branching path. The branching path that I wanted to ask you guys about is every time I go get the card, I immediately bring it back up and stick it in for the first time. Yeah, do you guys do yeah. that last? Yeah. You can't. You have to do them in order. Oh, you do have yeah. to do them. You order. have to go from left mm-hmm. to right. Okay, yeah. I wasn't sure if it was a possibility for you to save that one for last. Yeah, no, uh, Otacon uh, brings it up. I think that you have to do it from left to right. Okay, cool. Um, this part is made a little less um, not tedious in Twin Snakes, which we'll talk about. Um, yeah. But besides that, um, I feel like we could probably hand wave a lot of the stuff pretty fucking quickly. Um, you can you can find the card if you put if you equip the mind detector. It shows up as a red dot on the um, on the huh. radar. Oh. Yeah, you also have to be careful though because I think um, you can still pick up the bomb, right? This yeah, mm-hmm. you can pick up a bomb, and then I think. There are certain conditions that if you meet, it will be eaten by a rat. Yeah. And you have to kill the rat. Yeah, that's what the response is actually for. Um, Towards the end, we can talk about that. But um, real quick, I think we've covered most of the stuff that happens kind of interstitially between. Um, I do do think what I want to do is we're going to talk about how you handle the card situation. And then we'll just – instead of interweaving these, because I think it's going to be a little – I don't know, just like – harder to follow i just want to say how you change the card um and then we'll talk about what happens between you changing the card and then we'll just dive into the final fight um okay so the way that you change the card it's super easy you gotta have to have a cold one and you have to have a hot one 
Um, I was constantly worried that like when you heat the card up um, in the blast furnace, that it would then cool mm-hmm. down crossing By through Raven's yeah. area. But I don't know if that's the case. It can. I think you yeah. have to wait for. I, oh, it can. It happen? can. I think if I think if you linger for too long, it it will change. Okay. I remember, I had to go yeah, so back. Um, yeah. Wow. You wow. lingered. It's. Uh, I lingered yeah, too long. I had to go back. Get... I was pissed. Oh, no. I hate this part of the game so much. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got to go get the hot one, the card with hot questions and even hotter wings. And, um, <laughs> wow. And, uh, <laughs> wow. Plugging other shows on this show now. Uh, <laughs> I love that show. Yeah. So good. Uh, but so essentially, the only two zones we've been to on this disc is <laughs> yes. where you go. Isn't back. that great? Yeah. It's a great disc. <laughs> this, this dude's really pumping it's it like, in. It's like, wow. Look at these really obviously intentional rooms that are clearly uh, lower and higher temperature yeah, than right. anywhere else you've been. Hot yeah. wonder. So, so you have to go to cold room, <laughs> stick it in, then hot room, stick it in, and then you're good. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> please never, yeah, please never, yeah, please never say stick it in again. Sorry. Um, uh, so once you get the icy hot ready to rock, things happen. But before that, oh god, what are you? <laughs> what are you fucking yeah, sticking it in with? Enough. With icy hot, that shit burns. And then um, it's cool. What did stick, you guys, don't stick it in with icy hot. What, what did you guys do to pass the time when you were waiting for the card to change in each of the places? Do you remember? Uh, if I'm being real, <laughs> this game came out probably masturbating. Yeah, I was gonna say, can you can you just put like a long <laughs> beep right whoa, here? Whoa, 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 I, like, like, I start in, talking, in, just a long beep. <laughs> I meant like. In I bet the you game. regret asking. That. <laughs> like I remember, I, I didn't do anything. I remember I would like Squatting? stinger missile birds. Rats in the furniture. Huh? Oh my god! Room. Holy crap! Because I was You're so bored, like you had to wait. You, you had to wait for can't. so fucking long. I was bored, that and like needed true. to do something. So I feel like I was just like doing shit just, to kill the time. I and the birds. And I the guess birds. I just took out my phone and looked at looked at Reddit. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> I guess, he, oh that's the other thing too. If you kill any of the ravens, raven. Oh yeah. Like, when you meet him, he's like, "How dare you kill my friends?" I did that. <laughs> You're an asshole. I sniped him. <laughs> Definitely sniped wow. him. Oh, uh, poor things. Anyway. Um, I really like ravens and corvids. I have one on my arm. It's great. Yeah, it's very good. I also love the subtle raven cameo in MGS2. Um, Oh, yeah. But yeah, so let's talk about the in between stuff. So, we already talked about the get ice card, hot card. Um, so, in the midst of kind of the in between, there are some codec moments to kind of break up the monotony. Um, one of them is like the bookhouse boys decide to put Naomi under arrest. That, that joke's only going to work for like two people. And I, thankfully, <laughs> Alice is here. So, I'm yeah. glad that Alice got the joke. Um, but the bookhouse boys put Naomi under arrest. <laughs> Um, what does that mean? It's from Twin, it's from Twin, Twin Peaks. Peaks. Um, it's just like a neighborhood started, watch of a bunch of good. good I started. Movies. I started watching Twin Twin Peaks on Netflix, and that really hit me. What really year, year did that show come out? Was uh, it? That was like nine, 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 eighty nine, yeah, and ninety. Eighty nine or ninety. For some reason, I thought it was later than that. I'm good waving my finger down like Kojima. Um, and then the, um, essentially what ends up happening is like Naomi then also starts to call us kind of on the sly. Um, and she tells us about her story about her and her brother. Yeah. Um, so she talks about being an orphan in the eighties in Rhodesia. Um, she talks about how she was saved by somebody, how that somebody was Frank Jaeger. Um, Frank Jaeger means hunter in German. So it's some wordplay going on. Um, Naomi Hunter, get it. Um, and uh, Gray, Gray Fox is Ninja, who is her brother. Um, then she talks about how Big Boss was there with Frank. Yeah. Or as she puts it, he was there. Big Boss being a fucking hero. Um, they talk about Africa. And like 100%, I'm you so guys, uh, this would have been great yeah. for Metal Gear Solid Five. 
this it, is like it was never included in Metal Gear Solid Five. When, when this hit again, because I'm like somehow playing these games in chronological order. Uh, this <laughs> like my face just fell, and I was like, "Why wasn't this the game that I just played?" Yeah, how much fun would that have been? <laughs> yeah, bullshit. So the timelines match up perfectly. Yeah, they but, sure do. Um, but yeah, very. Oh, so one hundred percent. This is retconned as fuck. I feel Naomi definitely mentions that Doctor Clark was her like her other sibling yeah. or something. And I'm like, that's not real. No. Paramedic isn't your sibling. This gets retconned (laughs) out of existence. Um, Whoa, I did not remember that. Yeah. And Naomi also talks about how Fox Die works. And she talks about the heart stuff. So. Yeah. Um, Miller Miller brings it up initially. And then then, uh, Snake asks about it when she Miller's real anxious about that Fox Die. Oh, yeah. He's like, oh, what did uh, anybody tell you about Fox Die? But Naomi talking about how she did originally program Fox Die to kill Snake. Um, she does talk about how she also like kind of stepped on the brakes a little bit. Yeah. And so um, I feel like all this conversation between Naomi and Snake essentially becomes like the entire main story of MGS4, which is like yeah. Snake living with Fox Die is pretty much that whole game. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Uh, Snake reasonably so feels super pissed because of, of all these double crossings that are happening. Um, and then just to put a cherry on top, uh, when you get all the keys, it actually uh, turns on Metal Gear. What? <laughs> it's making oh so confused. I'm so pissed. I, no, I, I, I disarmed it. <laughs> ah, He's like, I'm so dumb. What happened? <laughs> it's super dumb. Hey, wh- why do we like these fucking games? <laughs> Yeah, what you're, just, like, you're, you're, you're real like how much I was pissed for all of this too. Like you're getting fucked over. On top of it, it's like a pain no. in the ass to get fucked over again and again and again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah they like, make you work to get trolled. I'm so glad oh. that, that I'm not the only one that felt this way. <laughs> I feel way better. I thought this was going to go very poorly with me having had a bad time on disc two. Uh-oh. No, I feel like this is exactly what happened in season uh, one of this shit. Yeah. It's right. the real season one. <laughs> it's like, man, this game's great. And then we get to the end and we're all just like, fuck this game. Yeah. <laughs> fuck this game. Oh my God. It needs to go into a trash can. That was a really, like, stops. you sounded like you were from Boston there for a second. You're so exhausted. I'm so tired of this fucking game. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Bobby, I'm so exhausted. Bobby. I just wish they would have broken it up more with something fun, so it wasn't just like you're getting it's like, like hard cut to snake every... in a fucking like karaoke bar in South Korea, and it's just like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but yeah, ends. so as we we find out that Darpa Chief couldn't have his mind read, and that Ocelot accidentally killed him. So Liquid and Company were like, Oops. "Fuck, we're doomed." Another classic Ocelot and then Liquid move. was like, "Wait a minute, my brothers are real dumb, dumb. <laughs> I got a plan." <laughs> Uh, and then we discover that Fox Die actually killed Decoy and Baker. So there is that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Colonel Campbell calls with the saddest news of all. Oh, no. Miller was found dead in his home. Which doesn't mean anything mm-hmm. to anybody. Which, like, rest in peace, Kazuhira Miller. Nobody this game cares. was your undoing. Uh, whoa. <laughs> I, ca- I cared. Why? His wife cared. 
Because Miller is a Annika, well, Miller has one limb and no eyes at this point. <laughs> yeah, like, right, yeah, exactly. Miller's, Miller's my boy. Yeah, they killed him with a fucking crescent James, wrench and a pillow. Like, had a lot of pain. That's the problem. That's the problem with the order that that you play this game in, James. Is that you have zero sympathy for Otacon and every sympathy for Master Miller. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, for all intents so and purposes, at the, the time this game release, so uh, I will remain silent. Like at the time of the game's release, for all intents and purposes, this guy was a fucking bit character yeah. until he revealed himself uh. as liquid. You have these really emotional reactions for Master like, damn, McDonald. I, I fought Miller. alongside him for so many years. <laughs> you mean Benedict Kazuhira? Benedict Kazuhira. Master Miller. Benedict, I'm not sure if I can trust him, Kazuhira Miller. <laughs> I like his glasses. Benedict. Yeah. So I Benedict, I'm not sure I can. Kazuhira, I have to keep you Benedict. in eyesight, Miller. Kazahira, where the fuck did the name McDonald come from, Miller? Yeah, what the fuck? Can we talk about the McDonald? (laughs) Where did that come from? Where did the McDonald thing come from? Oh, you know where it came from. (laughs) (laughs) Came from a farm, E I E I O, am I right? (laughs) Or worse. Or worse. (laughs) What's worse than a farm? Like Ronald McDonald? Like, Kojima just fucking eating McDonald's all the time? I want to see Ronald McDonald had a farm. Ba da ba ba ba. La li la li la. La li la la. a strange place. And on this farm he had a snake. La li la la. Oh my god, that's a milkier here and a milkier there. I love it. Oh uh, now I want I want Metal Gear Solid corporate espionage action. <laughs> yeah, right? No. Snake, we found the Mc- McNugget factory. Jesus. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, and then sh- shirtless liquid runs past the door. Why is of he not wearing clothes? Because he's a Liquid slut. Pla- he's such a slut. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Climb all over me, snake. I've lost my shirt. <laughs> what should have been here is just like when he runs past, we should have heard like a <laughs> like echoing into the distance. I would have died like an like an Amadeus Mozart laugh, oh, just like yeah. echoing out. <laughs> I I wonder like what was going through Kojima's mind where he was just like, let's make this dude shirtless all the time. <laughs> Like could he just like get them nips out. <laughs> exactly. Like he wanted him. He we made know a conscious exactly. decision to make him like showing his Rex out, body. pecs out. <laughs> Rex out, pecs out. Fuck off. <laughs> Gotta show them abs. Am I right? Oh my god! I knew Isaac was gonna say <laughs> oh, Isaac, is this on your no. list of Metal Gear cleavage? Oh yeah! Wow! <laughs> Whoa! I don't like. I don't like how you said that. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Um, so Liquid and Snake have their little powwow on the catwalk. Uh, Liquid talks about how the Pentagon just used Snake as a Trojan horse for Fox Die, and that they don't actually give a shit about him. Which, like, I'm gonna be real. I think Liquid's right. Yeah. This, yeah. yeah. Like, this whole monologue is just Liquid being like, "Yeah, bro, you're a real fucking moron. <laughs> Everyone so wants aware. you to die. You're a real stupid." You're um, real stupid. And then Liquid talks a lot about Les Enfants Terribles, which is where we get a majority, mm-hmm. I think, of sort of the canon of what this project was, besides four. Yeah. Um, Liquid seems to think and that this he... Is the, oh, go ahead, Sam. This is the first mention of that in Metal Gear Solid, right? Yeah, I think well, in yeah. the series. This is the first Le, mention Les of Enfants this. Yeah. Um, and so Liquid th- falsely, um, we will discover, thinks that he has received all of the recessive genes and that Snake has received all of the dominant ones. Um, Which, like, get the fucking ship off your shoulder, homie. Like, chill out, you know? <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> punk. speaking about um, 
I'm sorry for anybody. This is kind of like an, an anti-spoiler. I'm sorry for anybody who's playing five, looking forward to the potential for for seeing the the sons of Big Boss as young men. Uh, you only see one of them, and it's not one that any of us like. Yeah. So <laughs> they talk about this project a fucking ton in five, though, and just kind of expect you to like know yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which I think, for the record, Big Boss was aware they stole his sperm. Yeah. That becomes pretty yep. evident. But Seems that way. We'll talk way more about Laura once we get to five, because uh, th- all the cards will be on the table. Finally. All the cards. Finally. Uh, but yeah, then we get into the final fight with Rex. Liquid jumps in and pilots this motherfucker. Um, is there anything that I left out? No, I don't think so. I will say, I like when they were trying to figure out what the fuck um, Naomi was doing, Like they were talking like, hmm, could be, maybe. Like They were trying to suss it out together. It was kind of sweet. I liked it. Oh yeah, it was good. Those brothers being 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 good boys. Brothers. Yeah. So um, anyway, but yeah, Metal Gear rises from the ground and it's badass. Yeah, it's actually a really cool fight. Uh, the 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 weird reveal with the ninja happens midway through the fight. Is that correct? I just yep. want to make sure I'm. That's yeah. correct. It's after you shoot so we, the disc, the radi. Yeah. What are they called? The radome. The radome. Radome. I love that word. That word is like cellar door for me. <laughs> yeah. I hear Ray Dome and I'm like, oh. yeah. No. Cellar door? <laughs> Learning a lot. It's a <laughs> Isaac, what? Isaac, pick it up on the, the real. Come the on, real Isaac. Questions. Cellar door? Cellar I mean, door. Uh, Did you say huh. cellar door? <laughs> Did you say nerds? Um, <laughs> Alice, you can you tell us about door? the first time that um, young Alice Chang took on a Metal Gear? Uh, definitely Ain't died no a thing. lot the second time. Uh, I basically have the middle part with the ninja memorized because you can't skip it. So I know oh, that's hard right. by heart. Um, that's how many times I died. You can skip the like time. the beginning of it. Can we test? Yeah, you? I oh, died maybe. so much. No. Oh god. Okay. It's <laughs> like no. <nah. laughs> <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Now I, in front I feel of you, I can finally because, die. Like... Uh, Whoa! Damn, dude. After Zanzibar. We're not we're not tools of the government. Real fighting quick, was Naomi, the only thing I was good at. Naomi and Gray Fox keep referring, I believe, in their voiceovers in this game to it as Zanzibar. Yeah. 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 Again, we established early on that is a typo. Yeah. It should be Zanzibar they, land because Zanzibar is a real Snake country. does it. <laughs> yeah. Snake does it in Twin Snakes 2 after the Ugh. fight with him, but then in the Kodak place, conversation yeah. immediately in the Kodak conversation immediately following, they do say Zanzibar land. So I don't know what the fuck's going on in Twin Snakes. They're just playing Calvin Ball with yeah. more. Uh, good Calvin and Sam. I appreciate that. <laughs> thank th- Very good. Thank you. Um, Sam, can you um, tell us about this fight? What does this entail? And how, I did, had you, a hard how did you goddamn handle time it? with this? Oh, <laughs> I uh, so for the first half of it, so you um you have to essentially throw chaff grenades so as to not blow up with these homing rockets um that you get aced by every fucking time um uh but you throw chaps 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 with the, <laughs> the butt missing throw some, um, you throw chaps some assless chaps <laughs> yeah throw some assless chaps at metal gear well i You're mean between his shirtlessness and i mean i was going to say yeah i feel like liquid would wear chaps <laughs> Chaps and no shirt. Liquid is basically lot. just Shawn Michaels. I'd let li- I'd let Liquid oh. take me to McDonald's on a date. I think. 
just want you to know Alessia said that and then bit his lip and like looked off Ooh. into the distance for the Whoa. audio listeners. Whoa, dreamy. <laughs> so dreamy. Is that what the kids are calling it nowadays? I yeah, love a man who could pilot a movie here. I love a man who could pilot a movie here. Oh, God. Wow. Liquid's a happy meal. Ew. All right. Ew. <laughs> I hate it. Um, but yeah, so uh, you have to essentially, for the first phase of the battle, um, get his life bar down and, and by targeting the radome. Um, and, uh, by throwing chaff grenades and using the stinger to, to lock on. Um, but essentially you throw a chaff, you, uh, do a stinger and then you run like fuck and you throw another chaff (laughs) and, um, yeah, that's essentially the, the first phase of the battle. Um, and I had, this part wasn't that bad. It was the second half that I had a whole bunch of trouble with until I started cheesing it. Yeah. I can agree with that. Did anybody have a different experience before we dive into the Gray Fox stuff? No. I, I always forgot to use chaff grenades because I, like, I just forgot that I had them. So I like died a bunch. And I was like, oh yeah, duh. The thing for the whole fucking game. <laughs> yeah, the one item that I've been using with zero prejudice the whole game. I'm also dumb. <laughs> oh no. You were role-playing a snake. I was role-playing a snake. Hey, me course, snake. Uh, my favorite is a snake in the Smash Brothers Ultimate uh, story mode opening cutscene where he's just hiding in a box and gets fucking obliterated by a laser. <laughs> oh yeah. What? He's an idiot. That. I think snakes just yeah, Oh god. <laughs> it's fantastic. So the story mode of uh, of Smash Bros Ultimate is that this like evil wipes out like captures all of the the Smash Bros. fighters, except for Kirby, and you have to rescue everybody. And they're all fighting valiantly or running or doing something, and they get, like, aced by this giant light that, like, disintegrates them. And Snake is just... You don't even see him, because he's in a cardboard box, thinking that the cardboard box will save him, and he just gets fucking lit up. It's he's, hilarious. He's, like, in a, cardboard, in a cardboard box in the middle of a forest clearing. Yeah, like, he's not even hiding anywhere. He's just, like, on a cliff. Like, what the fuck are you doing, <laughs> Doc? He's a smart, a smart boy. He's real dumb. Uh, he actually cool. so is. Cool, Gray Fox. I mean, if Smarter you think about dumb. dumb. I mean, like, even when he's getting briefed, like, in the tapes in one, like, he's just kind of, like, smoking his cigarette and just sitting there, like, oh, okay. Like, he's just so... He's definitely yeah, not like, smart. I gotta, he's not the I smart one in the dynamic dogs. duo that is, like, him and Otacon. Like, Otacon's the brain, Snake's, like, the beauty, and, like, he does all the, the action shit. But Snake's the beauty. I love that. Really, Snake's the beauty. He's really dumb. Snake's the, Snake's the booty. Snake's actually kind of dumb. If you think that Snake... So yeah, Snake's kind of stupid. Yeah. The, uh, Metal Gear. Sorry, Dave. Nano machine. I mean, he is a yeah, pawn. You, Nerds. Whoa. You were just a pawn. <laughs> Very nice. Uh, nice. Alice has the mark of a yeah. silver tongue. Mark of yeah, that's something. <laughs> I like that. Um, but yeah, so Gray Fox shows up and he's like, "Bitch, I was deep throat the whole time. Now I've got this Mega Man arm." Is this weird? It's, it's pretty, weird, right? It's, it's pretty. Weird. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, I don't remember the Mega Man arm in 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 one at all, but it's in, in Twin one. Snakes, it was. Vi- very apparent. Oh, yeah. oh no, okay. He's, he's, he's I don't, very apparent I, in one. Okay. He has a Mega Buster in one as okay. well. <laughs> it's weird. I can't. I don't remember the. I don't remember the Mega Buster. I saw it in Twin Things. I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" <laughs> did this? Did this Wait, feel to you like they just decided they didn't want to make Deep Throat another character at the last minute? 
No, so this is this is a thing that they did in, in Metal Gear One and Metal Gear Two. Oh, really? Yeah, it's always like, "Hey, I'm the guy who got away. Who's this guy who's been calling you? Oh, it's the guy you <laughs> forgot about from the beginning." Like they always do that. But yeah, so Alice felt so weird. Do you not remember? So when Gray Fox is like, "I'll hold him back for you," and just like holds the fucking Metal Gear in place and gets stomped. Yeah, he's got like a Mega Man gun arm. On one of his arms. He's, like, shooting, like, laser balls yeah. at Metal it's, Gear. It's definitely... I mean, I just thought he was a badass, so... I mean, he is I... a badass, <laughs> but he has a Mega Man he... arm. <laughs> I don't remember this. Did I, like, block it out? I don't, I no, probably. I I don't remember it either. Like, I don't gonna... remember no, it in the not. base game. I mean... I'm, yeah, I'm almost fucking positive that this is real. <laughs> I, will, I remember his arm gets cut he's... off. What, no, not the and one with the fucking, Mega Man gun, though. And then fucking Metal Gear, like, scrapes him off the ledge, which was fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. Wasn't his arm a sword oh, earlier? I loved it. No, so he had a sword in his hand. He was holding right. a sword. Right. You're right. Yeah. Dude, you guys, I swear to God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up on YouTube. Yeah. So, Sam, uh, tell us a little bit about what Gray Fox says while I, while I seek out this information. Um, you're goddamn right. So, uh, I don't know why I say you're goddamn, you're goddamn right. I will. That's what I meant to say. Um... But yeah, so Snake is about to get crushed to death by Rex, and Gray Fox shows up and stops him from getting crushed and finishes destroying the the radar dish. It's like thanks, and then thanks, they go bro. hide behind a box. Yeah, they go hide behind a box, and um, uh, uh, Gray Fox is just like, "I'm a prisoner of death, and you have to free me, dude." <laughs> <laughs> exactly <laughs> like that, actually. Yeah, and uh, Snake is just like, "But you, but Naomi, you have to stop her. She's bent on revenge." And Gray Fox reveals. That he can't do it because he's the one who actually killed her uh, her parents, her real parents, and he couldn't bring himself to kill her, and that's why he took her in. Um, and then he tells Snake, he's like, you have to tell her that I was the one that did it after I'm dead. Um, and then Liquid finds them, um, and then he says, uh, as one final present from Deep Throat, um, he's going to stop Metal Gear from moving. Um, and then Liquid lasers his arm off. And then crushes him against the wall, um, and then uh, Liquid opens up the uh, the po- the cockpit of Metal Gear, and um, Gray Fox is just like, "Yo, you gotta kill me now!" And yeah. says to fire fire a missile at him, and then so <laughs> this is the unskippable part. You are now in a technically a gameplay cutscene mm-hmm. where you are aiming a stinger missile at metal gear and gray fox and he tells you to kill him and does this like whole soliloquy about like his um uh that he prayed for death and it or, or that he's just like he, he they're not tools of the government or something like that or yeah. goes, goes on for an uncomfortably long time well it, co- it yeah. comes up again in two like snake almost literally yeah. word for word says this to raiden um yeah. can yeah. confirm yeah gray fox does have a mega man hand also uh, that's, that's fucking sick <laughs> Alessio looking that up reminded me that he utters my favorite line of the whole game, which is, you look terrible, Snake. You haven't aged well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking get him, Gray Fox. Yeah, a dead man said that. <laughs> Take him down yeah. a notch, you know? I also, it was weird um, to me, the voice actor for Darpa Chief is the voice actor for Ninja, so it's always weird to weird. me to see that there's a white man's face underneath I the... thought I felt the same way. Yeah. I was like, that's not yep. a white man's voice. Yeah. By no means. It's interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and then we... we um, uh, he kind of so sounds like old Sam. <laughs> yeah. what he does with the gun arm is he destroys the radome permanently by the way yeah yeah um, um but yeah but but yeah so you're in this like uncomfortably long cutscene where he's preaching to you about how he can finally die and if you try and <laughs> shoot him with the stinger as i did multiple times 
um, you, uh, Snake's like, I can't do it. Oh, yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. And, uh, you just have to listen to him talk about how he's, uh, he's, it's okay that he's gonna die. And then, uh, after he's done, uh, with this, it, it moves to another cutscene where, yes, Liquid scrapes him off the fucking wall with Metal Gear's uh, leg. It's pretty sick. Yeah. Is it metal, then, you guys? Uh, oh, it's metal. It's pretty metal. It's pretty sick. Um, and then Liquid, uh, or, uh, Gray Fox tells Snake that they're not tools of the government or anyone else, um, and that the only thing he was ever good at was fighting, but at least he always fought for what he believed in, and then he says goodbye, and Liquid crushes him to death underneath, underfoot. Yeah. Um, and then Liquid is, uh, Liquid's like, he prayed for death and it found him, and then Liquid's like, you can't protect anybody, dude, and then goes, die! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic Liquid. <laughs> Makes the Metal Gear Classic roar a little liquid. bit, which he's is just, fun. Yeah, he's just like a big little kid with a big toy. Like seriously, when he does that, I'm just like, oh mm-hmm. my god, this guy, this guy destroyed action figures as a child. Like, <laughs> he like, he's like he, a really he hot never he was trying to action figure. Oh my god, whoa, <laughs> no, move over, boss. A, liquid to... is the new hot thing. No, <laughs> boss will always yeah. have my heart. Cops. Oh my god, I love I love, yeah. I love you, boss. Me. Thank you. Please stop on me. No. <laughs> need a parent. <laughs> he just he, yeah, need need, oh, need that, an that adult. Just needs, just needs the boss. Yeah, can Alessio, I get... if you're if if you're listening to this uh, for the for the first time in the future, we'll, you'll find out that Alessio canonically needs women to step on him to get off. I think uh, if I could get a boss cosplayer to just take my gun apart and throw me off a bridge, that'd be great. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> You can take that. That's away. how I want to go. Um, Next birthday. Cool. Uh, let's talk about this real quick. Just super quick because it's super easy. Uh-huh. The second part of the fight is very difficult. However, tactically, it's pretty simple. You shoot a stinger missile at a nude man when you get openings, <laughs> and that's pretty much it. Whoa. Like, we're shooting liquid with a stinger. Yeah. And, like, I don't understand mm-hmm. how you can take more than one. But he's doing it. <laughs> he should have been fucking dead so many goddamn times in the end of this game. That who fucking cares? Yeah, yeah that's um, I will say. Even s- he says, "Oh God, I can't." Okay. When he <laughs> when he when you beat him, it is the first time that I can recall hearing a Metal Gear scream like an animal. <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. it. Um, because like in future I, games, yeah. like in two, Ray screams like a dinosaur, yeah. and then like in four, mm-hmm. they all make cow noises for some reason. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's very weird. What the fuck? <laughs> I, I my, here's my thing about the Metal Gear s- that screaming. What function, especially in its destruction, what function well, do you have to in, like to do to make a Metal Gear scream like Sam, that? Sam? You got to remember, it's because like, fucking Otacon wants to make all of his machines like weird creature people. Cause he's got. I guess like, fucking, what hey, button do you press? Don't is, don't oh, criticize man. him. <laughs> hey, you don't touch. He him. had a, he had a lot of things happen to him in his oh, childhood man. and his romance. It's just life. a character flaw, Snake. Yeah, wow, Not a con. A he's doing his best. I god damn. He's insane. I uh, I he's excused. <laughs> Naomi <laughs> Naomi sure as fuck thinks so in four. Mm-hmm. Bitch. I, uh, Whoa. I, <laughs> bitch. I, uh, <laughs> I, um, 
Jesus Christ. I don't even know what the fuck I was going to say because there's just a lot happening. Yeah. Uh, do you guys want to truck through this so we can get to the, to the rest of the goodies? Yeah, yeah. Um, I, um, I had the hardest fucking time with this and I, I've, I discovered a strat for this and I don't know if you guys know about this or not. Um, because I had to repeat this, including, because if you die here, you have to go all the way back to the beginning battle, the beginning phase, go through the Gray Fox stuff again, and then get back here. And I had to do that six fucking times, because I kept on running out of chaffs, and I couldn't get the resupply in enough time to not get fucking blitzed by these missiles. Um, I found out on accident, on my last try here, that if you chaff him and you run underneath his feet, um, right, like, right underneath him is his blind spot, like cameras, and um, he'll do like a little hokey pokey dance for a while looking around for you. And eventually he'll stand still enough where you can aim a stinger at his under chin, like underneath his, the chin where liquid is. And it'll do the same fucking thing. And then you just run forward so that he doesn't see you and you do the hokey pokey dance with him again. And you can just do that over and over again until he goes down. Oh, that's amazing. Hmm. Yeah, that's really good to know. So you don't need you only need you only need you don't I don't really even think you need the chaff, but like the first chaff, but you don't really need any chaff grenades to like you just run underneath them and he can't hit you with anything and he doesn't see you and you just kind of rinse and repeat. I always thought it was a really big cop out that like Gray Fox went to all the 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 trouble to destroy that radome permanently, and yet we still need the fucking chaff. Yeah, yeah, it feels kind so of weird, like a sacrifice that didn't need to happen agreed yeah um it's like hey sorry that my friend got crushed for nothing yeah um <laughs> but yeah snake gets thrown against a wall um by the explosion whenever you defeat liquid um and liquid kind of approaches him and through this pov kind of cool animation kind of drags uh, snake to the top of the metal gear um and then he gets really which again kind of out of character with the 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 uh uh, minor spoiler with the liquid that we encounter in five whoops uh, <laughs> uh, uh kind of out of character with liquids portrayal in five he seems to actually be really into big boss's dying wish yeah that that, that, that yeah. kind of threw me for a loop too like i was trying to connect the dots of like well when when well, yeah i thought you didn't like did your dad sh- when did the shift happened why uh why you yeah. like him all i all think when did y'all touch i think the the oh, jesus not like that, Sam. Um, Get your head out of the gutter. <laughs> Yikes. Um, what were you anyway, saying? I think the, the, the explanation that I had was that he was doing it to um, surpass Big Boss. Oh, I see. Yeah. And I think like he was trying to do... He was trying to do his dream, but better. And I think that was because he keeps on saying he's like, it's not... I think at one point, like right before the Rex fight, they talk about how like... like is Liquid doing it out of this twisted sense of love? And Liquid goes, love? No, it's yeah. hate. Well, so I think he just wants to do it do it better than Daddy. Totally. And I get that. I think I think there's a lot of that that happens in Vive as well. Um, I do want to make a quick mention. I would feel remiss not to point this out. These scenes are all POV, which is strange mm-hmm. considering that no other scenes in the game besides the torture are POV. Mm-hmm. And no scenes later in the scene are POV. Mm-hmm. And so specifically mm-hmm. the scenes where Liquid says, you like to hurt people, don't you? Um, and things like that, it feels explicitly like the game is talking to us. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think giving us this method of taking in the information, which is through Snake's eyes, which, again, very rarely happens, um, it kind of feels a little bit more poignant. And I think it kind of resonated with me a little bit harder this time. Um, Liquid does kind of lecture you on the whole weird, twisted, I've been fixating over how we were born, and there were eight of us in the womb, and it turns out six of us were killed during the experiment. 
Um, we, I mean, we all know there's a secret third one, right? Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if James knows I do. just yet. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but there's well, a it's reve- third like one. it's revealed at the end. Like if you're listening to the credits, like they they pretty explicitly say the third one. Yeah. Um, fair enough. Um, but yeah, and then um, effectively, we also then get a little added danger where the security of defense straight up just says they're going to carpet bomb Shadow Moses to keep things covered up. Mm-hmm. Um, Campbell mentions that Foxhound's secret investigation was being led by, I guess, so Merrill was like an undercover, like a narc. Yeah, kind wow. Of the, the deal. The twists keep coming. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and they don't stop coming. Yeah. And so Campbell was like conducting his own Foxhound investigation. And then the um, Secretary of Defense arrests Colonel. And then um, yeah. is Jim Hausman. Uh, and Jim uh, essentially says that they've prepared a convincing cover story and that he has ultimate say. And it's kind of revealed that he was really good friends with the DARPA chief. Um, and when Snake mentions that he, he- was. He was my friend. When, when Snake mentions that he has the test data, all of a sudden Jim's ears perk up, and he's like, oh, well, if you have the test data, like, you're fine. And then Snake's like, but I lost it. And they're like, oh, well, we need to kill you then. Um, <laughs> and so what ends up happening is um, the way this works out mechanically is we get three minutes put on a timer, and we're told that we have to <laughs> beat Liquid in three minutes to avoid the carpet bombing, or in my case, to save But, But... Um, he's, he tells you about this and he does like a monologue and you lose 30 seconds of the three minutes before the battle starts. Yeah, which cracks me Because he's chit-chatting like an asshole. Funny. Alice, do you know, is Audic, so in this sequence for me, and I'm assuming for the rest of the fellows here, um, Meryl's body was um, tied up next to Snake, so in, like you could literally see her laying there um, yeah. during these cutscenes. Mm-hmm. Is it Otacon? No, it's, do it the other it's way? Meryl, but she's not moving. Oh, she's yeah. like dead. She's already. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Like after, like after the battle, he like cradles her body, and like she's dead. She dies. She dies. Yeah. Like either she dies in his arms, or she was already dead, or something. I... Gotcha. Wow. Canonically, they both live. Yeah. So yeah. that's interesting. Yeah, kind of I... dumb that this choice is even in the game. I yeah, it's don't weird. I remember if she actually talks to him. Like, if you say Vodacon, I don't think they act that she's actually cognizant. Like, I think she's dead. Yeah. No, I think it's like wow. it, was, it was too late. Yeah. It's a weird yeah. like choice to put in here yeah to be to be fair on this one though i don't know that like i don't know that kojima was thinking about four oh no for sure so yeah yeah i don't think kojima was thinking about four even while he was working on four (laughs) yeah you're probably right about to be fair just um, on just on account of everything that had to do with meryl in that video game but yeah i mean i don't think he i mean when we talk about this in season two when you guys eventually get to it who are listening um i don't think kojima (laughs) was thinking about any metal gear after two so, um, <laughs> I think it's a miracle that those games even got put together, and um, God bless our senpai being released from his prison that is Metal Gear. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, do we? So let's talk about. So it's just a fist fight. This is kind of the final boss fight. Let's talk about this real quick. Holy shit! Though I, I said I legitimately out loud a couple times. I said. Fuck you, Eli. Like seriously. <laughs> one time one time he comes in and he the literally the way that this went down with me was I think on my like fifth try, um, he goes, Have at you, Snake, and I said, Fuck you, Eli. <laughs> yeah, so canonically <laughs> like, literally... Solid Snake's name is David and Liquid Snake mm-hmm. is named Eli. That is information that will become um, very, very readily available once we get into five. Yeah. <laughs> but, I think but, thematically uh, this is this a cool did... fight. Thematically, it's great. 
um, just functionally, it's garbage. Yeah, yeah. This is kind of like the <laughs> at least show. I at least I thought so. How many of you guys? Because um, I can't remember who all was on it. Have, has anybody played the uh, MG two Metal Gear two with the fist fight with Gray Fox? Other than oh. me. No, I don't think so. Okay, because um, I think it might have been me and Nick Freda or me and Cameron that talked about it. Um, so this feels almost identical to that because, like, you're fist fighting Gray Fox, but you're in a minefield. So if you step anywhere outside of the arena, like, you just die. That's pretty cool. And so it kind of feels just like this, but like, just like it felt in that game. Like, it feels kind of like, hey, I hope you can get in enough hits before you die. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very difficult to, like, dodge with any accuracy whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I think they kind of rectified yeah. this with four, because four ends mm-hmm. on a similar note. Right. But I think they do a good job of making it less, like, mm-hmm. bullet sponge. Good good luck. Yeah. And the other thing of it, too, is that, like, it's very easy to whiff combos and get trapped in combos where you're not doing any damage to him. And then he will just retaliate and fucking... It takes, like... It takes like five cycles of punching him to get his life down to a point where one of his kicks will get you to. It's wild. Yeah. He hits like, like a, a fucking dump truck. <laughs> yeah. And it's, and then he has this like move. If you're standing near him, he'll like crouch. And typically that's your cue to get out of the way, but it's so fucking difficult mm-hmm. that he'll do this crouch and he'll like charge forward. And it, it almost feels like it hits you like the fucking homie missiles do. His reach yeah. is insane. Like, and there doesn't seem to be like a set rule of how many times you can hit him in a combo. Like, it's very weird. Like, sometimes you get one and he'll run away. Sometimes you get three. It's very weird. I agree. Hit or miss, if you will. Isaac. I think the moment is taken away by the fact that I think they felt like, oh, this is the final boss. We got to make it tough. And I feel like it could have been a cooler moment if they just made it to where like you guys were on the equal playing field. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. I, I, uh, it, like we've talked before. I th- I'm pretty sure on the show that difficulty doesn't necessarily equal good boss battle. Like it's, you know, it has to, it, like it has to fit with like I, this could have been like a really cool final boss, and it just yeah. felt felt great. They could have and, and leaned difficult. into the thematic nature of it. We always, I think, we always yeah. go back to like the Dark Souls thing, you know. Yeah, not to mention. Like, there are points where if you're too close to the edge, you'll fall off and you have to pull yourself back up, which wastes time. time. That happens to me a lot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes I did it on purpose just to get the fuck away from him. Like... I wish, and, and I don't uh... know if this is true with you, but, like, if, like, towards the end of the battle when his life is lower, and if you're near the edge of the, of Metal Gear, and you kick him, um, he'll fall off too. Um, when he comes back up, he has invincibility frames, oh. which I don't know if you do when you come back up. I don't think you do. Yeah. And then the other thing of it, too, is that when his life is low enough, you have to combo him at the edge of Metal Gear to end the battle. Otherwise, his life keeps restoring. I really wish that you could, like, pull out a gun Indiana Jones style in the middle of this and just shoot him. <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. It'd be very in character. Yeah. It would be a very snake move. You have none of your shit. You don't have any rations. You have nothing. Like, it's one, like you have one sh- one life to live and you're, you better fucking do it. No yeah. shirt. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah, he took your shirt. Neither of them this time. Press by. Naked He's like, bros. No, snake. Naked bros. When are you going to climb all over me? <laughs> Sweaty, shirtless brothers. When are you going to climb of passion. all over me? Yeah. When are you gonna climb all wow. over me? I feel like this is the Brother. this is the perfect premise for like a porn parody. Is just this? I was gonna scene. say, are we writing a fucking porn fan fiction? Uh, <laughs> right now? Like solid collectively. Yowie. 
No, it's it's a Metal Gear. No, just you really. Solid. You just it just ended at Metal Gear Solid. Like the the fucking name of the game is a porn parody name. It's okay. Metal Gear Solid. Twin Snakes. Oh, oh yikes! Christ. Um, but yeah. So essentially, what ends up happening is like after we do all this, um, Liquid just kind of. F- falls to his death i guess yeah, there he goes mm-hmm. um in our, well in our game yeah quote, air quote death in, um in our game um meryl lives and has the conversation um otacon mm-hmm. then calls up and says that he's got a beat on some vehicles and so snake and um meryl after they have their heartfelt kind of reunion um they go and they um run to their vehicles oh Sorry. Also, really quick though, Meryl's real horny. Oh yeah, she she wakes up in all <laughs> like, she, the She's thirsty as fuck. What? She wakes up. And she's like, I saw you shirtless boys pounding on each other. You mind if I squeeze in between? Um, oh my god! But yeah, no, you're totally right. There's, there's, a, there's little, a lot of talk um, of like Ocelot, or, uh, There's a lot of talk of Otacon sacrificing himself. Yeah, which like I thought was kind of dumb because yeah. like even in the Meryl ending, it's pretty easily explained that Otacon doesn't die. Right. Um, yeah. because the bombs well, I think hit the idea, well, just never happen. Yeah, because, well, Snake brings that up, too, to Colonel, because he says, uh, have somebody check on, check on Hal. Yeah. Um, so, but, like, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, definitely but, doesn't die. Well, to me, it's always really shitty when stories do that, too. Like, I'm not a huge fan of whenever they're like, we're gonna build up this really big sacrifice and make it, like, a real big t- tearjerker, and then they're like, LOL. Sacrifices aren't real. You're fine. Good guys win. <laughs> Video games forever. Uh, Alternatively, if you if you uh, if you save Otacon, then uh, then uh, that plays. I almost feel like Meryl dying is the better ending. Yeah, probably because it does. Well, because like it does play. It does play into like I I don't particularly like it, but it plays into that whole like sacrifices you know shit bad shit happens and shit like when shit like this happens like it's it's very it feels very permanent and like very like there's a lesson here for sure Mm. um in this meryl section then we get to these jeeps and meryl's wearing this really nice charlie like street fighter vest (laughs) uh which i love she's wearing this like orange jumpsuit vest um and we are in this turret section do you guys want to talk about this? Because I, I absolutely despise this. I do not like really? this. Really? sucked so bad. Yeah, this is my least favorite. I feel like it could wow. have been cool, but I feel like it plays very clunky. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't think it was good, but I thought it was a, better than the fight with Liquid. Like, it, it's, you know, it's not too difficult. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely better than that fight, but it's it just too just clunky. Man, Until like, Liquid rolls up in his wheels, and then he's like, "LOL, well, let's slam our cars wheels. together." Yeah, this motherfucker, this motherfucker, uh, survives Metal Gear blowing up. Well, no, first of all, he survives a high D blowing up. He survives uh, Metal Gear blowing up. He survives falling off of Metal Gear, which let me remind you at the beginning of the battle says, "If you cross this line, even you will die," indicating that if he crosses that line, even he will die. Yeah. Uh, so he survives falling off of Metal Gear. He survives crashing a Jeep after being pelted with machine gun bullets. Yeah, we'll get to that. Holy fuck. And all what at the, the end is... to just succumb to cardiac arrest. Yeah. Isn't like, funny? Holy Ain't that how it goes? Yeah. Ain't that, Isn't that how funny? it goes? Um, Golly. But yeah, so this turret section, essentially for those of you at home who have no way to play this, um, which... 
spoilers some of you might be learning you have a way to play this very soon based Ooh. on the end of this episode Whoa. Um, <laughs> but we um we are riding in the back of a jeep with a gun turret and we have kind of these like i don't know how to describe them almost like um time crisis-esque like Meryl will stop the Jeep and be like, you got to clear all the guards out before we can go. And yeah. you have to like mow all these guards down and then drive. And then eventually after like one or two of these checkpoints, Liquid pulls up and he's like, ha ha, you thought I was dead, motherfucker. And then we have to like shoot him a million times yep. until we get yeah. to the end of a tunnel. It's weird. Um, it's and it's okay. The arcade so it's, version it's, of this game. Yeah. Yes. It feels like <laughs> diehard arcade edition yeah. or something. Like oh, It's like that quality of game. Right. Um, the music's cool. Music's really cool. I agree with that. Um, Alice, did you have a hard time with this the first time that you played it? Have, how long has it been since you've revisited this game? I don't think we've talked about that. Oh, I don't know. I think I definitely replayed it in college, so somewhere between like 2007 2012, but that's the last time I played Metal Gear Solid. Um, nice. Do you have any memories of this point? It sucked. I told you, like, the whole second disc, it's just like a troll. It's just like, just when you think it can't get worse, it gets worse. Yeah. Just when you think, you're like, finally, I fucking killed it, all it, these these people with this machine gun. Okay, I'm just going to, like, go out on the yeah. Jeep. Then Liquid's coming, and you're just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, every time. And we time, love this game. This is coming from people who love this yeah, game. Yeah, and I love it. Mm-hmm. But the second it disc pulls, was a pain in the It pulls you ass. in. Yeah. It's just it like. It pulls you in with Falcon Raven. That was the Best last fun. fun part. That <laughs> was the last fun part on disc and then it, two was Vulcan Raven battle. Yeah, it's and true. it gives you the rest and of Vulcan it. Vulcan Raven went off to be in a, a better video game that we never got in this dimension. <laughs> <laughs> Vulcan Raven went off to the far plane to hang out with like Aww. Titus's dad and Yuna's dad. Oh, that's so you cried. Vulcan Raven's playing Blitzball in heaven right now. No, he's annihilating. Vulcan Raven be a fucking though. awesome Blitzball player. Holy shit. <laughs> I want Vulcan Waka and Raven, Raven uh, to be in a game together. Oh, shit. That yeah, could, dude. be a good team. Maybe. Mm. Maybe. I Walking enjoy get these over his islands. Yeah, Walking Breda. Come play baseball with us, big boy. <laughs> I just um, I want to do like Dueling Sams one day. It'll just be Sam doing voices at himself. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of them. I would listen to that. But yeah. So, I'm just going to host one of the episodes by myself. That'd be great. <laughs> like, I'll just that'd do... Really I invent three characters... And, uh, yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, so as soon as this is done, um, essentially what ends up happening is we have this, like, kind of car accident at the mouth of the tunnel, because uh, Liquid's a bad driver, and Liquid gets out, and Snake's like, oh, it's finally over. And then Liquid gets up, and he's like, no, it's not, motherfucker. And he's about to kill Liquid, or Solid, and then and this definitely feels like some invisible hands of a child are mashing these Jeep toys together at the mouth of this tunnel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah. and Liquid like pulls out his gun. He's like, "I'm gonna kill you, you motherfucker!" And then all of a sudden, as as if we didn't expect this to ever happen, Liquid goes, "Fox die!" And he's like, "No, dies. it's even better than that." Liquid says, "Fox,", Fox and Snake says, "Die!" <laughs> like it's yeah, that was like the weirdest. So voice it's way better than Liquid choice. saying Fox dramas. Yeah, it's oh, excellent. It's this inspired. Moment, this place where it happens to comes back in four, specific, almost like explicitly. Yeah. Wow. 
yeah. um, which is wonderful. But um, we talked to Colonel kind of shortly after once Snake has uh, discerned that this is in fact over. Colonel has taken back over the operation. Um, the president even is blaming everything on the Secretary of Defense. Pretty fucked up. And so okay. Colonel is back in business. Mm-hmm. And then um, yep. essentially, like, Colonel says he's sorry. Um, <laughs> and, like, all these different organizations are waiting for Snake to come home, like the NSA. Yeah. Um, and Snake mm-hmm. calls Colonel Roy, which brought a smile to my face. Mm-hmm. Um, and the boys are back. And then there's a mm-hmm. line that gets super retconned. Where essentially Snake says the battery on these nano machines will run out soon. They won't be able to follow us. Yeah, what is what what what, is he, what? one what battery and two? <laughs> I'm pretty sure that the only reason why in four he's allowed to like be uh, a renegade is yeah. because he's got nano machines that are not like registered with the system. Right. Standard issue, standard issue nano machines. So I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. <laughs> um, but then Snake tells Naomi about her brother. Um, and then she is well, the one who he, kind of uh, cues up the moral. Connection. He doesn't. He doesn't like tell her what he wanted her to tell him, or what he wanted him to tell her. Oh, because no. Gray, Gray Fox wanted Snake to tell her that he was the one who killed his parents. Yeah, but um, Snake instead says that he wanted um, that he loved her very much and that he wanted uh, her to keep living her life and move on. Move on. From him. I could have swore that she or said she heard him. him or something in the dialogue. No, I don't think so. I don't think I don't so. Gotcha. Okay, but I also think that Snake wasn't doing her service by not telling her the truth. I think he was just too dumb to remember what he was supposed to tell her. Something <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, that came to his ask. mind. <laughs> <laughs> that is the best way I've ever heard anybody describe Solid Snake. <laughs> Fucking dumbass. Um, but then Naomi says the moral so, of the game out loud, which is "Live, Snake." That's all I can say like, to you. Fox, live, Snake. Yeah, it's all you can comprehend <laughs> at this point. Fox, live. You almost wish. <laughs> you almost wish that, like, you almost wish that, like, Red Foreman and fucking Hank Hill were a support team. Oh yeah, oh, that'd be amazing. That'd be phenomenal. You fucking dumbass. God, um, dang it. Snake. Something wrong with that boy. But then they like they ramble on a little bit, like after the fact about jeans. Um, yeah, we get this like live action like caribou shot. The caribou was weird. Uh, everybody, everybody rides <laughs> into the sunset. We get the best yet to, yet to come, which I think is like one of the better end credit songs for the whole series. Um, mm-hmm. Snake essentially says like, "Come on, let's en- let's enjoy our lives." Mm-hmm. Um, and then we get this really fucking cool text thing, very bleak, which is like super anti nuke and very terrifying. Yeah, where it's like we should live, mm-hmm. everything's great, and then it's like cue the yeah. um, existential crisis There's- text. There's still this many thousand nukes in the world. Like, what the fuck, right? We're yeah. all gonna die. <laughs> it's very. What it yeah. feels kind of conflicting because it's like snakes being like, "Let's just go live our lives," right. and then Kojima's like, "But you should live in terror." Yeah, and it's like I feel like <laughs> one of these is different than the other. It, it was rough. I, I yeah, it was like if some like. By the year 2000, we were supposed to be down to like 3,000 nukes, and then they're like, in 1998, we have 26,000 nukes. Yeah. It's like, oh, neat. Thanks, y'all. Good <laughs> times. Uh, the credits go on for quite a while. Um, yeah. We already talked a lot about some of these credits Good during the credits. Uh, development at the beginning of the season. Um, Sam, do you want to tell us about the post credits? Not the at the end of the post at the end of the credits, right before the end credit scene. There's just an extra Naomi telling us to choose life monologue. Yeah, for, just, just for no reason. Choosing life. Just yeah, no it doesn't make any sense. But okay. Um, but after this, you get a post credit scene. And it's Ocelot. He's speaking to somebody. 
This um, becomes almost like confirm, a meme for the series as well, by the way, because they will they will go on to yeah, do this like, at the end of every game. Every yeah, every Metal Gear, there's some type of like post credit sequence, and it's 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 Ocelot in the games with the Ocelot is in almost exclusively. <laughs> yeah, it's almost always Ocelot talking to somebody, and then with like yeah. a. It's so good. Yeah, at the end. But uh, he's talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, uh, but you get, you get a Kodak call, or you're listening to Ocelot talking to somebody. He confirms with this person that um, the entire unit was wiped out, assuming the terrorists, and that um, Snake and Meryl are still alive. And then he confirms that Fox Dice should be activated soon. Um, and he also confirms that he recovered all of Rex's dummy warhead data, which is the, uh, the disc that he stole from Snake during the torture. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he mentions that his cover is still intact and that, um, the DARPA chief, who's the only one who knew of his identity has been disposed of. So that whole killing the DARPA chief was on purpose. Um, he then brings up the twist that we mentioned earlier that the, um, the inferior one was the winner confirming that, um, despite, Thinking he had all the recessive genes, he actually was the dominant one, which is uh, maybe why his kicks hit like a fucking dump truck. <laughs> um, and then Ocelot agrees that um, there's like a there's like a brief gap of time, and then he like silence, and he agrees that uh, it would take a well in- balanced individual like you, he says, to to rule the world, and that and then he says that no one knows that this that he is the third one, Solidus. I forgot um, that he name checks Solidus like by name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Ocelot asks um, what he should do about the woman, which I think is he's, is Naomi, right? Yeah, I believe That's so. The, yeah, um, and then says that he will keep uh, keep her under surveillance, and then Ocelot says goodbye. Well, actually, instead of me saying it, can you cue it here, Alessio? Sure. Yes. Thank you. Goodbye, Mister President. Mr. President. Mr. President. I do love I it. Do. I want Ocelot to sing like the Marilyn Monroe. Marilyn Monroe. Mr. President. Happy birthday, <laughs> Mr. President. I do love Alice. Happy I completely like, birthday. it's not totally out of context, but Alice just going, <laughs> like she what? said Marilyn Monroe, but it like rolled off as like a noise. Great. It was like, Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> Great. I loved it. it that amazing. sounds like the hook for a fucking rap song now, like a trap song. Yeah, it's, like, it's like right before the <laughs> trap beat kicks in. It's just like, <laughs> and then it's like, <laughs> I love it. Um, Marilyn Monroe <laughs> drinking the white. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Jesus Christ, um, uh, that's amazing. <laughs> skirt, skirt. Why didn't Air Why horn? didn't we talk about the uh, the Otacon ending? Where they ride off into oh, the sunset yeah. no, on about the that. little so, motor scooter. <laughs> we didn't talk about yeah, the Otacon so, ending because we're all a bunch of soft boys who couldn't let, let her die. Separate fucking... Yeah, mm-hmm. so, two, so depending on who you so save, goofy. you get two different endings. Really? Yeah. Uh, so that's yeah. like yeah, we were talking about with the the, the decision. Like, yeah, you no, I just figured that was it. Then you just went off. Oh no, 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 no. It ended there. No, you didn't get all the other. No, it's Snake. She's life. That was just him cradling her, and then that's it. No, it's Snake and Otacon, and he's like, "All right, David. All right, Hal. Well, yeah, no, he does. They do. They do the." They do the same thing um, 
they do the same thing where Snake reveals that his name is is, is actually David, which he does to Meryl. Like, Thanks, Dave. And um, yeah, Otacon says, yeah, Otacon calls starts. him Dave. Yeah, that's that's how it starts. Otacon calls him Dave, and Snake goes Dave and Hal, and then they go. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they have that like little moment of laughing together. It's so cute. <laughs> They're like, oh, Dave we and talked Hal. about we this go watch like two thousand one together right now. Yeah. We talked about this, like, in, I think, episode one, where, like, anytime a ca- the characters are, like, <laughs> together, like, share a laugh, it's the best thing ever. Oh, and yeah. this is, like, the ultimate version of that. Especially in the codex. <laughs> do they still, uh, do they still see yeah. the caribou? Yeah, yeah, everything else is, no, wow. Yeah, but they, That's but he, but Snake shit. doesn't bring the caribou up. Like, Snake gives Meryl a lesson about, like, how the, the, the Inuits think that, or I think the Inuits think that, uh, caribou, um, tastes good, mean, but in reality, like, they don't. And all yeah, like spring is coming. <laughs> the anti Game yeah, of Thrones. Spring is message. coming. Yeah, it means it means life and everything like that. So. Yeah, nice. Um, um, but but it's pretty good. It's I love this scene in um in Twin Snakes, and I, I, I'm sure I'll bring it up again, but I need to bring this up right now. Um, they get down to the snowmobile. Like, there's a voiceover of like Colonel talking and them talking about like what's happened, what's going to happen, and they make it down to the um the uh the snowmobile with without incident in twin snakes uh otacon virtually tumbles down the falls and tumbles down the entire mountain and snakes just like you fucking idiot like it doesn't help him or anything like it's fucking insane classic emmerich move i love it (laughs) but anyway that's the game we did it what was everybody's final rank uh, I literally did oh not I did not catalog like mine. I'm sorry. Oh, I it's, took a picture. Hold on. Nice. Um, I was I, I was going to take a picture, and then I pressed the button on accident and skipped it, but I know that my final rank was Hyena, which is probably pretty bad. Yeah. <laughs> I think Hyena is actually pretty good. Is it? Yeah, I don't think nice. it's like awful or anything. Um, I got I got a Puma. Ooh. Puma, you Isaac. I feel I like I normally always get like. I don't. I'm trying to remember exactly. I, I always get some sort of remember. bird or something. I'm trying to remember what it was. Little, little chick. Yeah. Do you remember what you got? James? <laughs> I, I, I'm a trying sparrow. to remember right now. I should have made a note of it. I feel like I get spider asshole. or something usually. Spider. Mm. But that might be the other games. Um, I got spider and twin snakes, but nice. Let's um let's talk final thoughts before we dive into the second portion of this episode, which I think um, should not take up too terribly much time. So, um, yeah. do you guys want to just real quick roundtable kind of over under on thoughts? Um, Sam coming to this as somebody who's played it several times um, and uh, has kind of revisited it for the show now. What do you feel like you took anything new away from the experience, or was it just kind of re um, solidifying some some deeply held beliefs maybe that you had about the game? I think a little bit of both, um, because like coming out of it, like we 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 did give some shade to the back half of the of disc two, but I think overall the game is it, like is a masterpiece. Honestly, it's one of like it's one of the like most iconic games. Like I think not in not only like in general, but in my life, as I've discussed before. Um, I I like I said. So this is the remaster when we did. Um, when we did the first season of the show originally, um, I didn't replay Metal Gear Solid at all for the show, and Alessio played it like just parts, like bits and pieces of it. Um, so I and that and it's been 
a long time since I played it all the way through and um, it refreshed my memory on some stuff. It made me feel some things that I maybe forgotten and it solidified the fact that even though there are some um, frustrating moments, just based on the fact that it is, you know, an older game um, it's still um, phenomenal and iconic. And I would give it 10 um, sweet potato pies at Thanksgiving out of uh, out 11, of, uh, a Christmas tree. <laughs> I like it. Isaac, uh, as somebody who has come to this fresh, fresh, and now fresh. somewhat less fresh. <laughs> Stale? Uh, yeah, did you... Got a little bit of freezer burn on him. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, did it sort of feel like... Not a lot. Did it feel like um, getting your ass beat by the tutorial boss and then coming back and, and showing them who's boss to like <laughs> play all these newer games and then come back to this? Like, What what did this feel like? Um, I don't... Maybe my game gameplay this time around was skewed because I... Uh, I bumped it down to easy, and that might have had something to do with it. But I definitely felt like I was I was owning it. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> Spoken like a true gamer boy. Do you see what we did? To Isaac? I mean, well, listen, like no, this no. mother, like listen. No. We got to talk about this really quick because Isaac did fucking ace Vulcan Raven with a goddamn stinger. So I don't <laughs> really know if we should be should be joking about Isaac's uh, prowess. Like he's to, playing this game on he's playing 3D chess with this game at this point. Like yeah. to be fair, even on easy, I died um, quite a bit. <laughs> I died. Really? Bless you, <laughs> Alice. Did you just throw a really at Isaac? <laughs> yeah. I see how it is. Yikes! But you have abs though. <laughs> <laughs> abs can't save you alice whoa wow whoa Deep. that's the true meaning of life not that Deep. meryl crap wow abs. live uh yeah was, so was was that your takeaway isaac that you've really started owning it <laughs> i thought um okay so when i've um was in preparation of starting the second playthrough i kind of was I don't want to say dreading it because, uh, well, maybe dreading. <laughs> maybe wow. I was dreading. Tell us how because, you feel. Well, the first time around, obviously, I mean, you could play the tape. I died a lot, um, and so I was like, I don't want to have to do this again because I'm going to die a lot. Um, but I feel like once I got into it and um, started playing a little bit, like the first. Uh, in the first area, I guess, um, with the the scuba gear and your the flippies, you know, the flippy floppies and the snake booty, um, and, it, and everything kind of came back together, and uh, I kind of I kind of liked it, you know. I I, I feel like <laughs> all right. So everybody's saying that they come back and revisit MGS or the series or what uh, these games every year or so. I could kind of see myself doing that just because it's kind of fun to just because it's uh it's pretty simple, um and pretty straightforward, um. So yeah, I'm, don't hold me to that, but <laughs> <laughs> so just a bunch of words, but don't don't listen to them. Don't don't. <laughs> I, Isaac, how many sweet? I think Isaac's giving. Yeah, give. Oh, yeah. I think. Huh. Shoot. Yeah, how how many sweet potato pies on Thanksgiving? I'm on a Christmas tree. I'm gonna give it a pecan pie on Ooh. on Thanksgiving. Nutty. That does make sense. You are from the south. 
Oh. <laughs> give me that pecan pie. Excuse me, miss. I'm gonna give me a pecan pie. Pecan pie. Mm, pecan pie. Uh, you know what? Okay. Now we're all that we're on the subject of uh, sweet potato pies. Um, <laughs> do you guys like sweet potato pies with the marshmallows? Because I do not. I, what are you talking about? No. I do not. No. What psychopath is putting marshmallows? My mom always yeah, does like um, brown sugar. You're and, like. Um, Marshmallows. No, get out of here with that. It's too sweet. Okay, I was yeah, about to say. I was about to say. Much. Too much. It's like brown, a little bit of brown what sugar and um, uh, walnuts. All right, that's y'all, the way hold to on. fucking do it. Let's get let's get back on the rails. <laughs> oh my god, uh, we're gonna so, we'll so do sorry. a whole Patriot so Club episode on <laughs> Southern cooking. Yeah, please um, can we, um, Alice? Uh, what were what? I mean, yeah. What is what is it that brings you back to this game? Because I feel like I feel like this is the the one in the series that 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 we keep talking about. I mean, it's a masterpiece. There's just there's so many interesting characters and storylines, and I think as much as like you're pissed off playing the second disc, I think all of the the twists and turns kind of are just like very memorable. And I really enjoyed like the commentary on like nuclear war at the time. It was just like a very specific realm of, of a statement of like what they were trying to say, especially I feel like as an American audience experience, sorry, experiencing it through like the lens of like a Japanese framework was kind of interesting, especially as a kid. Like, I didn't know anything about nuclear war at the time. And just kind of realizing, like, whoa, this is a serious issue for an eight-year-old or whatever to be absorbing, I think. It was just a really unique mixture of stylistic choices, character, storyline. I mean, yeah, there's really nothing like it. Nice. Um, since you, it is you and you are on this episode, I did want to really quickly ask you if you caught the David Lynch reference that Sniper Wolf throws out very casually. When? So when you fight her the second time, she tells Snake that she's going to send him a love letter oh. from her bullet, from the, her gun to his heart. Is that really a reference? One hundred percent. She just straight quotes the blue uh, the blue velvet, like <laughs> like I'm going to send you a love letter, huh. fucker. Oh, I never... to your heart, fucker. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Of course I fucking know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean... How dare you, sir? interesting. I, yeah, I it caught me very off. Like, I feel like I woke Whoa. up while I was playing it this time. I was like, oh, what? Interesting. But anyway. Also, uh, James. her hair is green. I agreed with Sam. Thank you. Hashtag... <laughs> Hell yeah. Uh, uh, James, also, what were your thoughts on this? Great. <laughs> it is great, James. Third time star. Also, what's, uh, what were your thoughts? I feel like uh, I feel like entertainment and games, especially in 2019, don't really condemn war or condemn like the nuclear arms race that we're still very much in, or condemn anything, or condemn anything. Like we kind of just tolerate mm. the suffering that we're we're going through in the year 2019, which is weird. So it was weird to see a game, like, try to say something. And, like, I don't know, I, I couldn't help but feel after that, like, it was it was too far ahead of its time. And, like, maybe that's wrong. Maybe it was right where it needed to be. But, like, 
I don't know. I just wish we still had things like this today because I feel like it's 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 something that we don't we don't get. Um, you know, from from a game perspective, at least, uh, it's another game I have to deal with a fucking Emric. So you know, that's that's rough. <laughs> oh my but... god! Why are you trying to start <laughs> yeah, what... shit right now? Oh no. <laughs> Alice is gonna come out. Alessio, can you can you play <laughs> can you play out, a James. can you cue a clip of as much as we can legally play of wannabe starting something? <laughs> no, but it was like beat it, James. I don't know. It's weird com- having <laughs> having played Peace Walker and then uh, you know five and then coming into this, it was just like the entire time I kept wanting to know what like what really happened with Big Boss and like I was filled with regret that like we didn't get the proper story we should have gotten in five <laughs> based on the cool shit that happens in this game. Yeah. It was weird. <laughs> oh we're gonna camp on the camp out on that for a long time. <laughs> like I hate I hate to say it, but like I think our MGS five season, which is it's coming soon, you guys. Uh Mm-hmm. I love Ground Zeroes. Like yeah. I will say, I think I Ground Zeroes might be like one of the best Metal Gear things yeah. that exists. Yeah, just like mechanically, it's just like it's it's Ground Zeroes is fantastic. Yeah, Ground Zeroes is fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, and I definitely also think that Ground Zeroes, even though it kind of misses the mark a little bit, I think tried to do some crazy shit with totally. its story. Um, five whole other animal. So yeah. that's gonna be exciting. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be fun. Um, it's I, I we've 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 also in. The future in the show, we brought up like the the auteurs, like that, like these auteur game developers. If they were restricted to like a short, tight experience, what they could do. And Ground Zeroes is evidence that if Hideo Kojima was forced to make like a short game like that, he would knock it out of the park. And that's exactly what happened with Ground Zeroes. That's a really good way to frame that. I never thought of it like that. Um, yeah, so I'll, I'll round us off real quick with the sort of wrap-up thoughts, and then after this, we'll dive into the uh, second section of this episode, which would be listener responses. Um, the only reason why we're combining listener responses with the rest of the game is, one, our coverage got very long, and two, we want to try to maintain the episode count of the classic season um, just for archival and bookkeeping purposes. Um, so we're going to tackle listener responses and a friendly raffle right after this. However, um, I just wanted to kind of uh, square the circle with just kind of final thoughts. Um, I know we talked about it towards the beginning of the season, but going back and replaying MGS one, even with this ending that kind of is shaky. Um, this is definitely a game that like going back and revisiting it. It reminds me why we started this fucking podcast to begin with. Um, this game's great. It feels great. And it's, I don't know. It's just awesome. Uh, the, the, for all the personality that's in this game, it's like outside of maybe Resident Evil at the time. Like, I feel like very few games had this much personality, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've talked about it, I think, at length. Like, I don't know whose personality it was. I don't know if it truly was all Kojima. Um, I'm interested to talk about it. I discovered recently that the Twin Snakes is actually based a little bit more closely to the Japanese script than this game was. That's interesting. Um, so... I'm going to keep an eye out for that as I kind of finish my playthrough. Um, and maybe we can kind of compare the two. But yeah, I think this this and two in my brain are always going to be of a piece. Because I feel like this exists so that two can comment on this. And so I feel like everybody who I hear playing two first, um, I feel like you kind of miss out on the experience that is like like crystallizing this in your brain and then playing two where it's like built to fuck with your expectations intentionally. Um, Mm. 
but no i love this game and it definitely reminded me why um i enjoy metal gear so mm-hmm. i do think i love it i i go ahead Sam. i just want to say really quick like it's one of those it's one of those games that like it it a lot of times you can be clouded by nostalgia when it comes to older games like there's a lot of older games that like we remember as being really good and for the time were iconic but you go back and you're like these are kind of shit now but i'm like i'm it's one of those those times i'm happy that a game that is um so important to me both like from a relationship level with my dad and as well as like being the game that got me into being a gamer um i it's it's really nice that it's it still holds up as a video game and that it's still fun to play for sure um i do think to the point that we were talking about with the sort of um anti-war sentiment um i think it's a little bit of a detriment that the game hides its message behind eight hours of a video game um, cause I definitely agree with James that like, this is really powerful and like far cry five that was even poised to make a statement on yes. like political things, just mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. completely fucking bungled that. Totally. Um, but this is a game where it kind of hides its light under a bushel for like the whole game. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, there's a shit ton of subtext and implication that this game is anti-war, but the game doesn't really outright stand out and say, this is bad until literally the post credit scene or almost the post credit scene. Um, and so I kind of feel like for a lot of people, like they probably didn't stick around all the way till. like, I'm always yeah. nervous about hiding your true intentions yeah. until the very end because I don't, I mean, it's on them for not sticking around, but at the same time, like if you want to expose people to more, I feel like maybe there could have been yeah, a little bit I, more sp- sprinkled throughout. And I do wonder like how much of that was like, pressure and limitations at the time where it's like hey kojima you can't have your fucking very anti-war message in this game i mean you could hide it a little bit but like that can't be the, the crux of it otherwise nobody's gonna want to play it yeah nobody wants to play something that like, makes it, them feel it, bad i mean going back to like the the subtext you pointed out of that first person scene like we like to hurt people and uh yeah that's what a lot of games are yeah especially in the west um yeah it's such a like a it's such a weird like situation the game is such like it's such like this it's this duality of the series. It's like it's this kind of like action fantasy. Like I'm a I'm a soldier boy sneaking around <laughs> shooting shit and killing guys. But at the same time, it's just like, hey, this kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, stop hurting people. <laughs> um, dope. Well, that's good. Yeah, I definitely give it like I don't ten sausage stuffed pizzas out of oh fuck oh, on Thanksgiving Day. Day? Uh, they don't all have to be about Thanksgiving. James is the one that stuck that because, like, typically we always give like nonsensical. So, like, fuck Thanksgiving, y'all. Like, dang, dude, you called out like this. Wow, it's <laughs> for all that Emmerich. I'm, uh, I'm withholding my, my rain. Yeah, on the day of my daughter's wedding, how could you do this? <laughs> I'm gonna give on it the day, a, 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 on the day of my da- on the day <laughs> of my daughter's wedding. How could you do this out of Thanksgiving? <laughs> on the day of my daughter's quinceanera. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, cool. So that that is the wrap-up on the season proper. We're now going to dive into listener responses. If you want to listen to our administrative talk about Patreon, um, listen to uh, listener stories, um, or figure out who wins this sick raffle, um, come jump in with us in the next section. Let's go.
Cool. Um, so, so we got four of these actually. Um, I so so real quick. I'm just going to throw this out there for the listeners at home. We have a Patreon request at the end, which is going to re- involve group involvement, and then we've got four oh, sure. individualized requests. I did this for one reason. So we're starting to get a lot more comments and traffic on Twitter and Facebook, which are great. Yeah. However, it also means that it's extremely difficult for me to find the listener responses. Like back in the day, it used to be like whatever stories we were submitted, we would just run with it um, but I think we're starting to get to the point where we can't just like read every single Facebook comment so what I would do is I would specifically say DM us either on Twitter or on Facebook or send us an email and that email address is contact at metalgearmondays.com now that is official um, or you can use the contact Damn. form which is at metalgearmondays.com um, but email us and that's going to be primarily where I look um, we did have a couple stories and stuff like that. For various reasons, um, I chose the ones that we're going to be reading. So just know that even if you submit, we may not get to all of them every season. Um, but we are going to try to get to as many of them as we can. Um, obviously, this is a little bit of a different situation because the episode's shorter. We had a ton of people come out in full force with any of the polls that we put together, which was w- what was your first Metal Gear and why. Um, tons yeah. of people responded. And uh, unabashedly, uh, MG- MGS1 was the winner on every poll. Oh God! It like a landslide. Yeah, by <laughs> like, an immense amount. So, um, so I just want to let you guys know we kind of curated this list down um, for for this specific episode. Alice, as the guest, would you like to read one of these four, or would you like to be involved in the Patreon thing over here at the end, or would you like to uh, use this as a time for you to sign off? How would you? Wh- yes. How do you want to proceed? Reflect, man. Um... I don't want to butcher anything. I'm not much of a reader. No, listen, you can't be any worse than Isaac. Yeah, I, I would rather Isaac do it. <laughs> oh my actually. god, guys, he's right here. <laughs> okay, James, can you uh, can you just? I got help your me out here. Thank, thank yeah, you, very nice. Thank you. Can you uh, help me out? You read great. <laughs> so I did not have a chance. <laughs> you read on this good. <laughs> I didn't have a chance on this first one to do any sort of editorial review or cleanup for some of these. I from time to time we'll kind of clean things up and kind of trunk at them. Um, but with this one, um, I'm just going to read it just because it's in the raw and I don't want to have to put that on anybody sure. else. So I'll start us off and Sugar then I can the pass raw. it over to Sam. Um, <clears throat> so here we go. Um, and I apologize, PJ. I do not know how to pronounce your last name and I don't want to butcher it. I'm going to say PJ Kuhne via Facebook. I'm going to say Kuhn. Oh, not okay. Noel. Or Kuhn. Maybe um, I won't say that. That seems, I feel like that's, y- you can say that. Inf- I cannot say that. Um, so, PJ writes, <laughs> uh, after listening to almost all the episodes again, I feel the urge to write you again. Uh, to put things in context, uh, I am PJ and I'm 40 years old. I live in Amsterdam with my wife, two-year-old son, and our dog. As a busy dad, I find it hard to find time to play video games, so listening to your podcast is the next best thing, or better yet, a different but equal best thing. As I said, I have listened to your podcast numerous times and just love the interaction that you guys have. As a big Metal Gear fan, I love hearing about your experience playing the games, the funny and difficult moments, but also the honest critique on some of the games and or its gameplay or story or, quote, whatnot, as Isaac would put it. Do I do, I do that a lot? Wait, I, you do say you that do. I, I, I read this. I read this response. So me and, me and uh, Alessio monitor the Facebook and we, we kind of like – we take turns and talk to the people at the same time i read this response when we huh. got it and i was just like i guess isaac does have a catchphrase he says what not <laughs> a lot <laughs> yeah i don't realize this um pj That's... continues uh hmm. 
back to the uh, urge that I have in writing you. Sometimes when you are not quite sure what you're feeling, what you are feeling, you can try and, and get really close to that feeling. Put your whole being into really feeling what you feel. I did that to understand what it is that touches me so much when I listen to you guys. It's more than just nostalgia over a manly video game dude <laughs> kicking butt with a tight butt of his own. Oh yeah, it <laughs> hell is, yeah. It is more than hearing a bad impression of someone saying, "Oh, indeed." Uh, after listening to the last episode, I could finally come close really, to the feeling. I, really quick, I feel personally attacked by that. One. <laughs> uh, PJ continues. After listening to the last episode, I could finally come close enough to the feeling that I have to understand what it is. Sam's story about being in a dark place and pulling strength out of listening to people talk about something that you like. You guys are retelling part of my childhood in a way that is comforting, safe, honest, and warm. And that, my friends, is a rare skill that you should not think light of. Listening to your personal stories that are intertwined with Metal Gear is what makes listening a very special experience. Though I do not know you guys on a personal level, I do feel close uh, fl- close to you as part of your childhood, and it is sharing of that experience with go- with the good and the hard times that makes the podcast awesome. Now, enough of the New Age mumbo-jumbo, because it's just a box. Kind regards, PJ. Um, really quickly, I normally I, don't... This, this made me tear up when i read it the first time yeah, yeah. and i normally don't like, post like super gushy like you guys are awesome letters uh, but i wanted to read pj's just because one um i don't think we ever give any shout outs to people in amsterdam who listen to the show so yeah. like fuck yeah amsterdam yeah, pretty cool. sure. um and number two um i wanted to read this specifically because what he said about kind of like honest and nostalgic and warm these are mm-hmm. all ways in which i um would describe my feelings towards metal gear solid yeah. one um yep so I just thought you did a really good job with that, PJ. So thank you so much. Um, Sam, would you like to keep us going with Thomas Connolly? Yeah, I think I would. Uh, Thomas Connolly via Facebook writes in, Hey, guys, uh, didn't want to post this directly to the page, and you may have seen or shared this already, but in light of the hilarious Palkey bashing in your first season. <laughs> oh, no. Because uh, we, so if you're listening to this um, uh, as the remaster for the first time, um, we we talk a lot about the Palkey in the original uh, season, um, but he continues. I thought you might enjoy or become blind with rage at this tidbit that I spotted in Metal Gear Solid 1 Official Strategy Guide. After Ocelot shoots the key out of Snake's hand and you have to run down to collect it uh, from the drainage dish, there's a chance that the key will get eaten by one of the mice running around in the little trench place. You, let, you then have to find and kill the mouse to recover the key. What's particularly fun about this is that it will only happen if you've been spotted less than ten times. In other words, the game rewards your careful diligence and skilled gameplay by making you run around a sewer after a rat to get the fucking pal key back as if having to ride that stupid cargo elevator 15 times wasn't enough. I've aged years on that thing. Wow, I did not know that. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, thanks for all your hard work on the show. It's made my recent playthroughs endlessly more entertaining. Thank you, Thomas. Um, This happened to me in Twin Snakes, and it's the first time it's ever happened to me, and I hated it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's ridiculous. Wow. Um, Isaac, uh, would you like to continue with the next one? I would. This comes to us. Pull up. I'm going to pull up one for the very end that I forgot to include in this document. So just oh, so sure, that you sure, guys sure, know, sure. I do have one more after this. Or after Ooh, the sure, last sure. one. This one comes to us live from <laughs> Liquid Metal Mike. LMM, baby. L-M-M-M. Who also just recently <laughs> became a patron. So thank you. L-N-N-N-O-P. Yeah, thanks Liquid Metal Mike for your patronage. 
Yes, thank you. Um, anyway, he's uh, not really live, just so you know. He says, loving the early release and Patriot Club episodes. Can't believe it took me this long to patronize MGM. You guys definitely make it worth it. That's that a plug for the Nick. Patreon. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't even us. That was him writing to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, that Cyborg Ninja Papa Roach song was glorious. The world needs a full-length production. That was, um, I did enjoy that. It was something. All right, Isaac, this next part may make no sense to you, but you should just read it anyway. I'm going for it. Here we go. (laughs) (laughs) So you guys remember the theory before the Phantom Pain? Uh, Nope. (laughs) It came out that Ishmael was actually decoy octopus. Hmm. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> we know that he shaved down his nose, jaw, and cheekbones, and Ocelot mentions he is Foxhound's oldest member. Of course, everyone but Isaac now knows <laughs> the truth. Oh, he means in re- just in real life. Everyone but Isaac now knows the truth. <laughs> Every single person. Um, but I think I think that uh, would have been a better better than what we would have ultimately gotten with TPP. What do you guys think? Would it have been cool to see Decoy Boy more fleshed out? <laughs> As always, thanks for the great content. LMM. MMM. P.S. Cyborg Ninja. Frank Yeager. Slam my head into the ground. <laughs> I love it. Thanks. I am. Um, the, the, my, my thing about Decoy Octopus is that there was such, like, there's such potential for him as a character. Decoy Octopus, I feel like, could have, like, struck me as, like, Maybe Decoy Octopus could have been like a hardcore like main villain for the series, if if they would have done more done more with him just based on his things. What if Decoy Octopus is Skull Face? You know, I could just say a bunch of random shit and I, yeah, whatever. It would have been cool to see him like in that game somehow. Yeah, like, like in like five the, somewhere. Like if he's the oldest member. Like what his boss battle would have been like though? Like he's just a dude in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, it's like, the best kind. His his face just changes the whole time. Oh God! He looks like uh, what if it's? He looks like a character from a scanner. Darkly, like one of those cops that wear like body changing suits. What if it's like like uh, like one of those non-standard boss battles, like the Sorrow, or like mm. where it's like remember that episode of uh, where the episode of Avatar where Aang has to go into the cave and if he shows any emotion, the <laughs> the the thing will steal his face. Like maybe that's what it's that's what the battle is. Like the Black Lodge from Twin dope. Peaks. If you show any fear, yeah. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I mean, I'm just gonna keep tying it back to Lynn. <laughs> yeah, very nice. I just realized. I'm sorry. This PS was supposed to be, I think, the um the song, the song, and I totally <laughs> I botched that. I'm so it's, sorry. It's fine. I was, it might be. <laughs> I, I was just on like tonight. Chances are that I might. You know, <laughs> Frank Gager. <laughs> uh, James, do you want to finish us off with the? That sounds extremely disgusting. Oh yeah, sexual. let me finish you off, boys. Uh, you want to? You want to? Wait, hey, hey, James, you want to climb on top of us and finish yeah. us off? <laughs> sorry, fam. Uh, yeah, so Matt Smith. <laughs> <laughs> it's even gross. Jesus Christ. Nice. Otacon stays nasty, you know what I mean? Yeah, it does. <laughs> uh, <Hell. laughs> see, see, Alice, I, I knew we would find common ground here. I'm, I'm glad that we oh, glad that we had that. Man. There, hold on, real quick. <laughs> Anybody who's listening to this needs to go to Whoa. MGM number 69 and listen to the fan fiction episode. <laughs> 
Because James reads some personalized haikus. Oh, one God. Of them the fanfiction episode was episode... I wrote was episode 69, oh, wasn't right. it? Nice. How, per- how perfect is that? Nice. Yeah. So, Matt Smith wrote in via Patreon. When listening to these episodes, it reminded me of something I brought up to Alessio a while back. An MGS-1 revolver ocelot picks up his hand after Ninja chops it off. So why in 4 does he have Liquid's arm? Why would you elect to have a transplant when you have your original limb? <laughs> That's a good question. One of the premonitions in this game I never thought much about was that was Naomi programming Snake's nanomachines so that he can't use his weapon in the nuclear storage building. Very MGS-4. Yeah, so there's a lot of MGS-2, mm-hmm. MGS-4 stuff here. Uh, yeah, do we want to talk about why Why does... Uh, it's weird. Why does Ocelot not about that. go with his normal hand? What's the, the power of Big Boss? So it, 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 My it, hand! It, <laughs> it does become... It, it does like so spoilers for four if nobody has played it it does become revealed that like ocelot's kind of double crossing everybody and that it's all bullshit but <laughs> but the hand is still liquid's actual hand right yeah yeah what the fuck I'm pretty sure he just loved him so much yeah he was like eli i need you my head cannon here is that i need you in me my head cannon here is that he had his original hand and then it got chopped off again. <laughs> my head cannon here is that his liquid arm is still like that of like a thirty year old's and that the rest of his body has aged tremendously. <laughs> well then they like they're like a hybrid in four, so it's like liquid Yeah. They're almost like fifty fifty two face ocelot liquid. One, one big liquid ocelot. Gross! I don't like that. Um, so before we get to the very bottom of this, I want to dive into um, Adam Bradbury via Facebook. Um, he Facebooked me personally, which is why um, I didn't include it in the document oh. at first. Um, but he just sent over just kind of a list of things that he wanted to submit as listener response, um, and it's a lot of really cool like attention to detail stuff from the game. So I just kind of wanted to rattle through this as sort of secrets slash cool sh- cool shit. So. Um, he says, one, there's cool attention to detail in that if you don't have the pistol, the cutscene with Meryl is different. When Snake says, can you shoot me, rookie, he grabs the bar- barrel of Meryl's gun instead of yeah. pulling the pistol. And I think we've talked about that loosely. Matt Smith also um, emailed hmm. me some pictures that showcases. I know we were confused about this, I think, on the episode. So you don't punch a guard <laughs> to get a gun. There's just a it's SOCOM just on floating the on the floor. floor which is like, what? Um... <laughs> That's how guns work. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Adam then continues, uh, something you can do when backtracking through the nuke building is the no guns thing only starts once you crawl through the door. So you can use the sniper rifle while laying in the doorway and take out every guard in the room. Oh, shit. You can't That's do this in phenomenal. Twin Snakes. Also, you can shoot rats with the sniper rifle and get yelled at over Kodak for it. That's cool. <laughs> um, then he says there's another way to beat Psychomantis that they accounted for. In fact... Uh, for the fact that maybe your controller port 2 was broken. Campbell will call and ask if something is wrong with port 2, and that you can still disable Mantis's power by destroying a statue wearing his mask somewhere Whoa. in the room, yeah. which I forgot yeah. about. There, there are two, yeah, there are two on either side. Um, this is another thing that I had to do in Twin Snakes, which I will explain when we talk about that for, for certain particular reasons. Alessia. Oh, that's right. <laughs> Fuck, I haven't gotten there yet. You're totally right. We're going to have to do that. Yeah. Poo-poo. Um, um, yeah. Adam says, I had an auto-fire controller that worked. I guess it didn't auto-push the button fast enough to trigger the countermeasure that Sam discussed. Um, also, it is the ninja who breaks you out if all of your escape attempts fail. I didn't know about this at all. Well, if you try to escape um, from the jail and can't get out, after like the third or fourth torture section, um, Snake will get a cold 
if you submit to the torture. Yeah. And if you don't submit and you can't get out, the ninja will um, break you out. Holy yeah. shit. Which I had no idea. Huh. Wow. That's cool. Um, so he breaks you out and then immediately disappears and calls you back. And he's like, by the way, there's a bomb in your pocket. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, that's fucking hilarious. That's funny. Um, and then Adam threw out in response to us saying that the uh, comms tower kind of felt like a, a, a weapon tax or like a damage tax. Adam said there is yeah. one way to avoid some damage in the communication tower alert section. Stun grenades. Just try to evenly space them out and some of the guards will get stunned as you run by. Don't put on the infinite, the infinite ammo bandana and throw a bunch at once or your screen will be white for a good while. Also, if you call Campbell after reaching the top, Snake is out of breath and Naomi calls him out on it. And Campbell asks him if he is out of shape from all of his dog mushing. Wow. What a <laughs> nice. fucking... I'd oh, like to see great. one of them try to run up oh the God. fucking entire comp tower. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Snake might be a dumbass, but that's... But... Jesus. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't get a fucking ass like that by, by like, slacking off. No, thank you. Oh, absolutely not. No, no skipping leg day. Um... So before we get to this very bottom thing, uh, we are going to hold off the raffle a little bit longer. But um, one of the things that I want to throw out there, and let me see if I can find the initial email. So the reason why I'm looking for the initial email here, so just to set the scene, Liquid Metal Mike, he's been – so yeah, he is a new patron. And typically we only read like the 150-word um, 150 word messages whenever somebody is a new listener. Um, but – one of the things that I wanted to mention is that um, we've been using a lot of Mike's artwork on the show. Yeah. Um, on the Phen- might I say phenomenal artwork? Yeah, I've f- used fantastic. Mike's artwork. Um, Mike's artwork as my phone background in the past. <laughs> like it's. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. And yeah, Mike does really great shit. You've probably seen it on our website and stuff. Um, but um, in lieu of that, I wanted to say to Mike, um, hey. Uh, we'll do something a little extra special for you. So he sent over uh, sort of his uh, first email uh, version of our um, <coughs> fan fiction. So he sent over the first chapter <sighs> of his Metal Gear fan fiction and asked us to play it out. And I'm trying to vamp yeah. for time a little bit here because he sent me a cast list of who would play who, but now oh. I'm not seeing it anywhere. <laughs> so let me just double check that it's not on Patreon or something. Um, Please make – can. I would I would like to request that if Isaac is a narrator, we should change that. Wow! Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Damn, I'm gonna be narrator. It's rough, and I'm gonna be a loud narrator. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be narrator out of spite. I'm. That's crazy, and it's not super long. So uh, everybody at home who's like, "Oh God, I'm gonna have to listen to these guys read fan fiction for the next 25 minutes," like it's not, it ain't bad like that. Let me, uh, Mike. I apologize that I'm flubbing on this. Uh, oh, I've got it right here. I got it. Found it. So uh, he wants yeah. to request Sam as Raiden, Isaac oh, as wow. the narrator. <laughs> God damn and, it! And myself as Snake. Smart. Thank uh, you. Thank you. Thank right. you so much. Are you guys ready? So this is, this is for you, Liquid Metal Mike. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you so much for all the sick drawings. Um, Isaac, would you like to narrate or, us? Or maybe it's because he thinks I can't do impressions. Hmm. Maybe he thinks you can't narrate. Maybe he thinks you're just going to fumble through it. Oh. <laughs> maybe. Maybe <laughs> I will. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> a little of column A, a little of column B, am I right? <laughs> oh, no. All right, Isaac, whenever you're ready. No, right, Isaac, I love you so much, and you're you're so talented and wonderful, and I love you. Sure, 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 sure. All right. Um, <laughs> chapter one. Snake sits silently on a sectional couch, upholstered in tweed. Cigarette burns. 
Let her the cushions. The tiny apartment is in a South Bronx high rise, yet it smells like a wet basement. <laughs> Devil may cry. <laughs> oh man. The running shower in the next room halts as Snake lights a fresh smoke. Raiden enters the room with a yellow towel wrapped around his waist and proceeds to kitchen to the kitchen opposite of where Snake is sitting, opening and closing the cupboards. Raiden exclaims, We're out of canned oysters. You mean the oysters I bought? Replied Snake. You can't own oysters, Snake. They come from the ocean. Oh, that reminds me. The Wi-Fi is out again. You really need to pay that bill. Said Raiden. (laughs) (laughs) Ever think about paying it yourself, you little freeloading, franchise-stealing turd? Snake says under his breath. Did you say turd? (laughs) (laughs) Real quick, too, I do want to interject. The name of this fan fiction is Metal Gear Roommates Tactical Shared Quarters Espionage Action. (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, The actual line reads, what's that? Raiden replies. Snake quickly responds. Nothing. (laughs) Raiden asks insistently, did you say nerd? (laughs) No. Uh, Snake mutters. Opening a can of Surge, Raiden continues. What year is this? <laughs> Surge is back. It's a back. It's back and having, oh, wow. a, having, having a Burger King. Yeah, it's been around. Um, dude, this place is a mess, and I got Rose coming over tonight. Maybe instead of staring at the TV, which isn't even on, you can clean some of this shit up. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Dude, right? Snake just a, watches TV. Yeah, right. It's a very direct. He's dumb. <laughs> yeah, Snake's a fucking idiot. That's what I've learned from Holy these games. <laughs> He's just staring at the TV. He's like, ooh, what? <laughs> he thinks the burn in is, is the show. In a shallow voice, Snake argues, None of this shit is mine anyway. Why would I clean your mess to impress your on and again off again? <laughs> Ryan cuts him off. My mess? Why is everything about possession with you, man? He pauses to slug down half of a soda before continuing. <laughs> slug down? That's amazing. Thank you, Liquid Man Mike. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's why you can't keep a girl around. You're obsessed with ownership. <laughs> Jesus, this is getting deep. Snake decides to drop the argument and starts to pick up Raiden's dirty drawer drawers that litter the eight by ten living room. <laughs> wow. Mike, do you have this mapped out somewhere? Mike, do you have like a floor plan? We need the floor. This plan. is like this is like a D and D map he's got. We're, 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 this is our D and D game that we're playing right now. Oh man, plopping down in the spot where Snake had just risen from, Raiden goes on. Oh my god! I, have, I just, I, I just yeah. need you guys to know. I just need you guys to know that we're reading this as we go, and I have no idea what's coming. <laughs> oh <my> Sam, <laughs> not where I thought Whatever happened going. that tall? <laughs> Whatever. Oh my god! This is Whatever. so wonderful. <laughs> Whatever happened to that tall, redheaded glass of Texan sun tea you were going with? Her booty was on fleek even back in the PS One days. <laughs> Finishing his statement. Can a booty be on fleek? Is that? Dude, her booty could cut glass. Oh, back in the PS1 days. Uh, He puts his feet up on the empty (laughs) cable spool. 
they use for the coffee table, showing no concern that Snake now has to avert his eyes to avoid seeing his junk surrounded in damp white hair. <laughs> oh, fuck. Snake responds. She's oh, with Charlie now. Oh, jeez. Raiden spits out his drink uncontrollably, yet directly into Snake's face. That dude with IBS? <laughs> he yells in surprise. It's not IBS. Snake exclaims while wiping surge from his face. It's a very rare genetic disorder, and Meryl can see past that. You could be a little more sensitive. Jesus, Snake. Raiden replies. She chose the guy that blows up his shorts on the daily over you. That's just, that's just sad, man. He finishes oh, the surge and crushes the can before tossing it onto the cable spool coffee table. Cable spool. I love these cable descriptions. God damn a fucking it, course they it's, uh, have a cable spool coffee table. They're in college. God again. damn it, Mike. <laughs> anyway, if you're going down to the laundromat, the trash really needs to be taken out. <laughs> Snake's eyes as he pulls the overfilled hefty <laughs> bag from the bin, which tears open at the bottom, spilling empty oh, oyster no. tins all over the stained kitchen linoleum. He gathers the spilled cans into a new bag and exits the apartment. As the door closes, he hears Raiden's muffled voice call out, We're out of serve. His exclamation is followed by the sound of extremely loud death metal starting up from behind the door. <laughs> a defeated solid snake makes his way down the hall, passing the broken elevators and entering the stairwell. Raiden's music fades away into the hallway behind him as he descends the staircase. That was really depressing, Mike. <laughs> that was amazing. Big fan. <laughs> yeah, it was wonderful. Give Love that. Love, Love that. All right, you guys. So this is what the moment awesome. that some people have been waiting for. Uh, exactly twenty-two people actually yeah. have been waiting for. Um, mm-hmm. So we've got a little randomizer. Three. Congratulations. Yeah. Um, who wants the honors? Um, so if whoever's in the spreadsheet, if you click on an empty cell, if you hit backspace, mm-hmm. the itemizer randomizer will pick a number. So who wants the honors Ooh, the of hitting backspace? Oh man, there's a lot of people in here. So yeah, so somebody. There's a lot of people. Who do we want to delegate to do this? I'll do it. Okay, so Sam, drum roll, yeah. please. Sam's going to pick a person. We're going to read their name out loud. Um, I can follow up with this person via message um, closer to the time that this episode airs, um, probably the same day, honestly, that the episode airs. Um, I'll reach out to you, but if you have not heard from me and you hear your name, please reach out to us via all the ways that we're about to name check. But the prize that you win is for commenting on the poll or for commenting on the thread, you will get a U.S. PSN code for MGS1, um, which, which is was, like really cool. So yeah, which, did we did we mention who provided it for? Yes, yeah, so it's at Garterbelt underscore MGS on Twitter. Awesome dude, he's been yeah. following us and been super nice. Um, and he just happened to provide a free key. So yeah, so like super cool. Of you thank you Garterbelt um, for for that. Who I believe uh, is a cosplayer, right? Um, yeah, I think is so too. A- yeah, he's the one who has got um, really cool stories about running into like David Hater at conventions and stuff. Yeah, which is which is which is dope. <laughs> um, sweet. But yeah, so we are going to. I, I kind of said that really dismissively, but <laughs> I did not. Uh, I did not mean it in that way. <laughs> All right, Sam, do us the honors, right. sir. Oh, I will do us the honors. I the 
spreadsheet closed on me, so I oh Sam. No. All right, I'm just gonna press backspace a bunch of times. How many times? I don't know. If this is... you press backspace over there, you can't. Yeah. You can't pick which one you want to give it to. Oh no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm just gonna press it like a bunch of times. Here's what I will do, Isaac. I'm pressing backspace right now. Uh-huh. You tell me when to stop. Oh, okay. Oh, very nice. I, I'm covering up all the names so I don't know who they are. Okay. Okay. Um, actually, I'm not. I'm not even going to look at the screen. Okay. You ready for this? Stop. <laughs> uh, stop. All right. the The dial has landed on I or number fifteen, which is our big winner. Can I get a drum roll, please? Can I get a witness? You mind if I praise God for a minute? It is Cole Duncan. Choo choo. That's a train. <laughs> That's right, baby. From Seattle, Washington, all the way to Chattanooga, Tennessee. Hey. Can I wow. get a Cole Duncan? So, congratulations, Cole. I feel like Congrats. I'm glad that somebody got you something because we sure as fuck probably owed you something at this Damn. point. And I don't want to give you something. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Cole's great. So, along those lines, let's do some quick plugs real quick. I'll plug the show and then we'll plug ourselves. Um, <coughs> if you like what you're listening to, definitely make sure you give us a subscribe and a rating, depending on what platform you're on. Um, iTunes reviews actually go a long way to helping boost SEO across the board. Um, but likewise, we are doing things on our end to boost SEO, like kind of um, updating our posts on our um, website. And I'm also included. Um, it's Metal Gear Mondays dash a Metal Gear Solid podcast on all of the official listings because it dawned on me all of the other podcasts who show up on SEO predominantly all have the words Metal Gear Solid in the title. So I think we are slowly learning and slowly gaming the system. But because of that, if you guys (laughs) could, could, anytime you share anything, if you could just like include a URL for the website or link to an episode, any links coming back to MetalGearMondays.com or MetalGearSolidPodcast.com would extremely, uh, would be extremely helpful. Um, And if you guys want to support in any way outside of that, feel free to leave reviews, tell people about the show, tweet about us. Um, I've discovered that tweeting about the show on um, fan Twitter accounts for Metal Gear has gotten a lot of traffic. So we want we want to bring more people into the fold. Um, and outside of that, definitely be sure to patronize us. It's uh, patreon.com slash Metal Gear Mondays. $2 a month is sort of the, the sweet spot right now. Um, mm-hmm. It's $2 and $10 are kind of the two sweet spots. At $2, you can get episodes early, but you also get access to the Patriot Club, which is us talking about non-Metal Gear games uh, twice a month. $10, you get videos. And not just like thank you videos every quarter, which are great and we have a lot of fun doing, but we've also been doing Let's Play videos. Um, And we've been kind of keeping those as Patreon for now until we can get the website to a better place, and then we might trickle those out, uh, the older ones, for general public. but yeah, that's pretty much it. You can t- check us out on Facebook, uh, Metal Gear Mondays. Instagram, Sam does an amazing job. Metal Gear Mondays, bit.ly slash MGM store for merchandise. Um, we made some super topical Super Bowl shirts that say, fuck the Lale Lule Lo instead of fuck the Patriots. <laughs> um, and they look very good. Sam did a great job. So you guys should check that stuff out. Um, Twitter at Metal Gear Monday. Um, Sam, where can people find you online? Um, you can find me on Twitter at Sandal. That's S A N J U U L. Um, I spent the entirety of my workday today. Um, I've been cooped up in my house because of the snow here for 
I've gotten out a little bit, but I haven't been to my office in like eight days. Whoa. And so today I spent, um, I spent the entire day making, um, doing like PowerPoints about RAS access and VPNs, um, listening to Selena on repeat. And my newest Twitter campaign is to get Selena on, uh, starring Jennifer Lopez on Netflix. Um, so follow me on Twitter if you, if you want that. <coughs> um, and, um, <coughs> cause who doesn't? And I'm dying. That's how much I love Selena. Um, and also, I'm remiss to not again mention Instagram, Metal Gear Mondays. Love those clips. Um, come out every Monday, just like the show. They're on a bit of a delay um, behind the episode count, but it's you know it's, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, it's awesome. Cannot recommend enough. Likewise, I think uh, James and I are about to get hit with some pretty bad weather as well. So we'll be joining you in the snowstorm, Sam. Woo! Uh, Isaac, where can people find you on the internet? Ooh. Oh, excuse me. Um, find me on the Twitter at doesn't have a twit, and um, th- that's all. So that's another. That's another product that we have on a product that we have. <laughs> that we have a sticker that says um, it's <laughs> it's uh, doesn't have a twit dot com, which Isaac is wont to say constantly. Um, I refrain from so. saying it. To, I was gonna say it. <laughs> wow just, it's just the best. very nice uh alice where can people find you on the internet uh instagram at titwillow that's about it very nice no, t- that's t-i-t-w-i-l-o is that right yeah okay no nice. w no w no w how's it titwillow with no w i think we talked about this yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> love those little things. They're little, they're little tiny, little cute, jumpy around birds. Love it's those from things. the uh, Mikado. There's like a song. Nice. Yeah. Oh. And Alice has some extremely good photography, so that is like a pro follow. I would heavily recommend. Oh. That. Yeah. Uh, pro follow. Very nice, James. Where can people find you? Uh, you can find me pretty much anywhere at James Ragmuth. It's R E I C H M U T H. James Check it out. See ya. Did you say so? Yeah, or see ya? I said see ya. Wow, <laughs> very you. nice. I'm gonna Fox see him on the other side. See, ya. see him on the internet. You know? Yeah, very nice. Cool. Now we're getting to the part of the show where I always feel like a deer in headlights, and that feeling will probably mm-hmm. never go away. Uh, we have got to find a way to sign off on this show more regularly. Let's get out of here, uh, Alice. You have any ideas? You're the guest. Oh, How do we get to this line? Get us to the finish line. I'm so bad at this, you guys. Dude, I'm worse. Yeah, I'm gonna you. defer to Sam. He'll he'll do something fun. <laughs> uh, oh god. Um. So I was. How have we kept this going for a hundred episodes? You guys? <laughs> Who fucking knows, man? I I uh I was without power for thirty six hours. Um, Jeez. Due to this due to the storm, um, and they. For the entire time it was off, they couldn't give us... They were trying to figure out what the cause was. The cause was unknown, if you check the outage maps. And um, at the end of it all, we found out that it was um, it was this junction box that was keeping that was keeping the power off this whole time. So they had to like replace it and repair it with something with a completely new box. And, and it's crazy that if you think about it, that something as big as that could wipe out the power for the entire entire apartment complex. It's just it's just a box. Like it's crazy. I love the idea of you telling that whole story and it not ending on You're like, and it was crazy. <laughs> and that's it. 
<laughs> and they were roommates. <laughs> Snake was very depressed. I really thought they were going to bang. Uh, this is fun. Yeah, I was hoping. <laughs> That's chapter two. Huh? Oh, Jesus. Chapter right, two. You, you did two? No, I said that's, that's chapter, chapter two. two. Oh. Just a box. <laughs>